0: Go. Yeah. This is the first first episode of the rebrand from Tickle Time to kind of fit, kind of fluffy.
1: Nope.
0: Nope. That's not even even the name of it. Kind of fit, kind of funny. There you go. (laughs) I wonder how many times I'm going to mess that up during (laughs) the course of this effing show.
1: You're the worst, dude.
0: I'm not good. I'm not good at words. Kind of fit, kind of funny rebrand. I kind of, I like it more, and I kind of like it more. I like today. It. Uh, yeah, very solid. You know, usually, uh, usually I talk about, uh, you know, CrossFit and working out and stuff like that. But today we're gonna throw a little curveball. We're gonna be talking about greatest decade of music. And I have on three music musical professionals, musicians, three musicians they are just one's yeah. a hip hop phenomenon, uh, one's I think the bluegrass, and um, a skin flute artist um hey yeah. yeah. and uh a uh, little <laughs> intro those who are watching the top i think it's is it the top right corner i feel like it's the top right corner garrett patrick my good buddy newlywed movie star seattle native board game inventor and i'm pretty sure my kids love you more than the, they do me
1: yeah what an introduction all <laughs> that was correct
2: that was all that. correct
1: right yeah Thanks for, uh,
0: thanks for joining. Thanks for joining, buddy. You're
1: welcome. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Move along.
0: Okay. Right below that gentleman, uh, Shaheen the Machine, new dad, actual music- musician. I've heard him sing. He's got quite the voice. I was like, this is Sean singing? Kind of beautiful. I don't know if you guys have heard this guy sing, but he's pretty good. Uh, Golden Tampa voice. Bay Buck. Yeah, Tampa Buck Bandwagon, bandwagon fan. <laughs> And I believe uh, Persian royalty, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah.
3: Easy. Easy. (laughs) The IRS might be listening.
2: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh, Thanks, Shaheen, for hopping on, buddy. Appreciate
1: it. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Below below me, this is kind of like Brady Bunch,
4: kind of the show a little.
0: Yeah. Below myself, uh, Chicago native. Are you from Chicago?
4: (laughs) I, uh, I was just born loving everything Chicago. Chicago from from him okay
0: Chicago third grade teacher vodka connoisseur yes. owner of
4: I think of 16 fantasy
0: football leagues and I, I believe I believe still a virgin
4: uh we're working on it it's yeah okay good yeah, we're definitely working on it <laughs>
0: okay, yeah
2: good.
4: Okay. Good. it's a long
0: debated uh topic uh what is the greatest decade of music I mean, there's so many decades, right? I mean, uh, let me name them. There's the 90s. There's the 80s. uh, I believe there. So there's a lot of decades. There's a lot of decades of music. We're here to try to figure out what is the best, the best decade of music. And uh, you know what? I forgot. almost forgot before we get started. I got a sponsor. I got a show sponsor. Holy moly, guys. I got a show sponsor. I got a show sponsor. I almost (laughs) almost threw the pooch. The the wonderful, wonderful people at Paleo Power Meals are kind enough to sponsor the show. I mean, what a treat. Uh, They're all about just eating clean, which is why their team of talented culinary professionals go to work procuring the highest quality proteins, the freshest vegetables, and delicious ingredients available. No additives or preservatives. Save time, money, and energy by choosing Paleo Power Meals to fuel your life beat the rising costs of groceries and gas, leave the macro calculations to them, and spend your cooking time doing more important things like watching kind of fit kind of funny. Go to paleopowermeals.com and use promo code KFKF20. Save yourself 20% on your entire order. And help me out by using KFKF20. I think that's it. Wow. Oh damn! Nailed yeah. it. Nailed
2: yeah. it.
1: It. Yeah, you never anything that loud.
2: Right? Wow. Is that pretty good? Oh my gosh!
1: What a that reason. Was... Let's go back <laughs> to one though. I have some notes. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: okay, go ahead.
1: Your voice is a problem. Oh,
0: good. Right? Yeah, is it probably? Is it a problem? Okay.
1: Well, that was great.
0: I'm, uh, I'm really proud of you. Thank you, sir. I'm one quarter of a white claw deep, so uh, bear with me. White claw sponsor. I wish. <laughs> holy. holy, holy. <laughs> Uh question that I raised <laughs> to one of my recent guests, and always, I just it's something I'm always so curious about. Why is it that the new kids on the block, just new kids, new gym gen- why do they always gravitate towards the new music? Because I always feel just like because it's new, it's not necessarily better. I know I felt kind of like guilty of this because I was a eighties, nineties kid. I pretty much grew up in the nineties, and I do love me some nineties music. But as I get older, I'm like, I don't know if that's necessarily the best kind of music. I mean, I definitely love a lot of stuff. But what do you think it is about younger generations just automatically like new music? It doesn't really matter what it is. It's new and I'm going
4: to like it. Ooh, I, uh, I would I, I would say social media has a huge part to them getting to kind of know the, the artist on more of a personal level. They get to kind of see what's going on, the translate the and want to listen to a little bit more of their stuff and who they recommend and I mean with us you know the double-sided t- tapes and figure it out from there and talk to mm-hmm, buddies mm-hmm. at recess but with uh, every social media platform they have I think uh, I think that kind of plays a part with all the advertisements all the new three new people that have come out this year and made music because I'm I kind of <laughs> stick to the uh the oh so, uh, for, for me it doesn't make a lot of sense but I would assume social media probably plays a huge part in that
0: are you a uh, kind of are you a kind of get off my lawn guy, Christian, with uh, this new music crap?
4: Ooh, I. <laughs> so my wife and I had a conversation today about what new song, like. Yep, I can get behind it, and I uh, running through the genres, I couldn't think of one. Kind of stuck <laughs> in my ways with, <laughs> with what I like to listen to, but right, right. Uh, get off my lawn would be probably I like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> how how say you, two other gentlemen?
1: I'll go. I think that for the rest of time, I think young people will like young people music and hate old people music and old people will like old people music and hate young people music. And I think mm-hmm. it is because when you, when we say young people, we're talking about formative years. So, right, we're discovering what we, we like and we're hearing mm-hmm. what our parents like, that kind of thing. And we know what classics are and we're kind of, you know, we, we'll tiptoe in that but like you're finding your way and what your friends like sh- help shape you um and i think as we grow older like we're all we're all too old to be doing this <laughs> we, this old should be making podcasts but we're all probably of an age where <laughs> it was a long time ago for the kids of today and it, if they heard our music they'd be like yeah hey, it's just not my sound you know like that kind of thing but as they get older just like we have you know growing up in the 90s like that was easily to me my favorite my favorite kind of music 90s music mm-hmm. as i got older and now i've heard 70,000 songs or whatever it is it's like you expand and you're like well even my favorite artist of all time isn't really the best at mm-hmm. what they do they mm-hmm. were just shaping me and they like really changed me as a person like my favorite artist and like as you grow you realize the art Mm -hmm. form is so much bigger than what just personally affected you and it's like it's like the artists have gotten better and smarter and the craft has changed Mm -hmm. so i think it's when you're i I would say basically a teenager Mm -hmm. you're learning about yourself and what you like and that will always be with you but Mm -hmm. uh it won't always be the best to you. That's that kind it. of
0: interesting. Yeah, no, that's interesting. I was thinking also because the I, I, story I hear a lot of people say is, yeah, they like, their, they like what you're, exactly what you said. They like what, what's current with their generation growing up, but also you hear stories of like, I also love this old song because I was in the car with my parents all the time on road trips yes. and they would always play these songs. And that's why I just somehow naturally love those songs too. Uh, how say you, Shaheen the Machine? Yeah,
3: I think, I think Garrett's, right on the right on the money here i think when you were going through those formative years you know what was uh, a a great question i love to ask is what was the first album you bought with your own money right not you know what was or even like what was the first concert you went to and what was the reason what was the inspiration behind it and i also think it's a combination of what christian said earlier which is some of the social stuff right so if some other kids that you're hanging out with are saying hey have you heard you know, the new Rihanna single that dropped and, you know, Oh yeah. Well, I, I wasn't up late last night to hear it, but, Oh, I have it right here. What's that? (laughs) Did you cry? I mean, these days I cry at everything. I don't know what to tell you, but no. amen to that brother. But I think it's a combination of the two because there's, you know, certainly your formative years and what imaging you have in your mind attached to a song that brings back a feeling that brings back that emotion but also, especially currently, you know, music's gone so full circle now. It, it, it started off being all about singles, right? Who had the top single? Mm-hmm. And record companies were all about the single. And then it was like, well, wait a minute. We can, we can fight for more money to be paid as musicians to do 10 songs on a record. Okay, we'll forget buying the, the, the single, buy the whole album. And now we've gone full circle on that. And now we're back to the singles again. You know, it it's and so when it comes to like what music, <clears throat> you know, tend to stay with you longer, what either what genre or certain artists or whatever, you know, it's a combination of, I think, those experiences between those formative years, but also like the social pressure, like, yeah, you know, all me and my friends were all liking this insert example of some pop artist that's hot right now. OK, well, I didn't catch that, but I'm going to listen to it now because you know, everyone else is talking about it. <laughs>
4: right, Makes sense. Uh,
0: yes, it does. Uh, and do you think there's also something where it's like, uh, I can't like, I can't like the stuff that's older because that's what my parents like. That's icky. I can't be icky like mom and dad. Cause that's old stuff. So I got to find, cause everything is new. Obviously it's like, that's yeah, that's where all my friends are liking. So I just have to naturally like that stuff because that's, what's that's just the cool thing to do.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, Good, yeah, just say I I uh, I completely agree with it. I remember driving with my dad, and he always had on the oldie station point five, And at the time, not even realizing that I, I was real, those oldie songs come on, it just takes me right back to the truck rides and right back to when I was eight years old, fondness and that nostalgia for it. And then, you know, I start looking for more songs like that, and so it just kind of but yeah.
0: Uh Yeah, if people want to share their first album they bought, I'd love to hear that because I purchased um, cassette tape of Vanilla Ice, and uh, I didn't get it t- all the way to the car because my mom's all, hey, what'd you buy? And I said, Ice Ice, baby. And she's all, oh, really? What is that? Let what me what, read some of these songs. And there are some like sexual songs on there. And she's like, you better turn your ass. So I had to walk back in and return, <laughs> return the cassette tape. And
2: didn't even like, make mom, it to the
4: car. <laughs> My mom won't well, let me have
2: this. <laughs> yo, he needs
1: that money, man. You got, to keep that. <laughs> <it. laughs> He's renovating yep. houses. He's doing just fine. <laughs>
0: What's Rob his name? Winkle. Something Van Winkle. Rob okay. Van Winkle. Robin, Rob Van Winkle.
3: Rob Van Winkle. Right. Winkle. He's doing very well on HGTV. I
0: know. Gosh dang it! I could. Yeah, I had, I had the, I had the Ice Ice Baby cassette for about thirteen wow. minutes. Yep. Wow. That was my first. That was my first one. Then I end up buying. Uh, I think I got MC Hammer. It was either MC Hammer, you can't touch a, a cassette or uh Coolio Fantastic Voyage cassette. Oh, good one. one those, those are very cool. different
1: yeah. years, though. Those are very different years.
0: Yeah, whatever was I'm thinking Hammer was older, right? Hammer's yeah. older, right? Yeah. Not so so cool. hammer yeah, yeah, Hammer was my first hammer is my first cassette tape. Uh how about how about y'all first albums purchased?
3: Oh I think my first album was the uh, Young Guns two soundtrack, no. which was entirely by John Bon Jovi, uh, and then oh, I sick. think, well, yeah, yeah, he did the entire soundtrack, so front to back, mm-hmm. and then I think, I think the first, because that was on cassette. The first CD I bought was the Rage Against the Machine uh, mm. debut album.
0: Yep, that checks Ooh. out for Sean. That checks out for Sean. Yeah. Very much so. That checks out. <laughs> that checks out influential uh if i had to guess garrett i'm gonna go like dolly parton or uh conway like Con- twitty, conway, 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 twitty. twitty.
1: <laughs> conway twitty i don't know uh-huh. <laughs> i don't know who that is
0: oh dude he's got some bangers uh, uh, twitty's got some bangers dude uh
1: is wait, is, is that anyway i yeah, know first... mine is uh boys to men 2 remember the album oh, Two? that's what... like an
0: all-time great album dude
1: Yes, don't get me all, started. That's an
0: all-time, it's an all-time great album. I
1: wept many an afternoon to the, that album. <laughs> that was a- second <laughs>
0: good Second grade. Second. When- it was tough, man. I, I was going <laughs> say. No, <laughs> that-, that-, that was high school. That was high school. That was was it Boys of Men 2? No, Boys of Men 2 wasn't high school, dude. That's got to go that. No That way. would have had to no be way. second, third. No. Somebody's, somebody Google that release date. No. I'm going to say that's like 1994 or 5.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. you're you're gotta be like junior That's high. that has gotta be sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah, you're junior high like at the at the <laughs> I earliest.
0: Just, I just love that you yeah, 14-year-old Garrett's just weeping to boys to men. What a yeah. what a visual. So a visual.
3: How, how many girls did you pretend to sing to? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was just one. She got away, yeah, man. Sure. She got away <laughs> real hard.
0: <Yeah. laughs> uh well he's googled that uh christian first album purchased being the,
4: the uh rough and tumble kid that i was it's a base mm-hmm. because the, oh, the so sign was movie. just the sign, oh, sign was just it was it for me first, first cassette was, was ace of bass my first cd was, was offspring smash both those albums today
0: oh great those are great
4: love great. them both oh yeah
2: all right
0: uh Patrick hit us with the hit us with the uh,
1: I love the how the chat just keeps derailing the conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. I'm
2: trying yeah, to anybody
1: watching or listening, hey Aaron Hart 24. Oh, that's a good yeah. set. Uh, we're doing a there's a private chat going on today. it's just ruthless. Yeah, that means private, yeah. uh-huh.
2: uh,
1: according to Wikipedia, discography okay. of boys to men okay. who uh uh-huh. was released on August 30th,
0: 1994. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, that's like was junior a high.
1: I freshman in high school.
0: Oh, were you? God, you're old.
1: Ah. Yeah, I know. I know. You're old. Oh, Lord. <laughs>
0: Good Lord, old man.
1: Well, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm trying to tell you how old I was. I bought my first compact disc, and it was that. And boy, oh, Kim Schroeder just ruined... For oh, sure. She couldn't for date because sure. she was a Jehovah's Witness, and it was like... <laughs> In reality, in hindsight, she just didn't mm-hmm. like. It. But that's so he fine. did.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I got gotcha. you. Um, also, I got a beef with. Um, I got a beef with culture music, and um,
2: oh, con- yes.
0: Okay, I would uh, wonder when this is going to pop. up. It uh, Did take long, right? What are we? Seventeen minutes in. <laughs> there's no. There's no way. Mexican culture really thinks mariachi music and like. Ranchera music is good music. They can't possibly listen to that and then hear like <laughs> Rolling Stones and Biggie Smalls and be like, "Oh yeah, that's the same. They're equal." I'm going to take my time and listen to this stuff and on that. I used to, oh. There's a guy I used to work with and he used to come in. By the way, also side note: Why is it always blaring at a, at a volume 100? Why is it always blaring at a volume 100 every time? This, my homie would roll into work bumping that stuff, and I said, "Dude, are you? Are, that's got to be a joke, right? Come on, man. You don't really think like..." It goes back to: Is it just because it's their culture, so they they feel like you kind of just have to kind of gravitate towards it and like it, or do you think they genuinely like it? Not just not just not just Mexican culture, any culture that has like culture related music. Do you think that's just kind of like ingrained into them, or do you think they genuinely like it?
4: I would say I'll a combo. I'd say a combination of both. Both. I know uh, for growing up, uh, her her dad's side is is Hispanic. Uh, they they did Nachi, but I know some of her cousins that they get down to it. Still, will mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, they have, have a genuine love for it? And you better not bow out. How loud the volume is when you turn it on? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I would. I would not be invited back. Is what you're
4: saying? <laughs> and I think it's one of those music the- that you can't listen to, to softly. I think you have to kind of <laughs> <laughs> turn true. it up and let it rock a little. Duche.
0: Uh, I was I was debating on saying this or not because I was trying to pull a clip to play for this thing, and the- I just picked up a random YouTube song, and I was like, "The song's kind of fucking good," and I was gonna jam into it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's
1: <laughs> some problems with your theory here, Joshua. Yeah, well, I'm just
0: saying it's kind of <laughs> like
4: <laughs> in your pre- yeah,
0: I know, I, yeah, for sure. But it just seems <laughs> kind of seems like silly music, like silly music.
2: Yeah,
1: it, great. Yeah. So, do okay, just, yeah. Do you go mind? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Fuck. Uh, I think we're the perfect panel to speak about this um because of our diversity, but I will say that Josh Persian. Um you're 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 wrong. Um mm-hmm.
2: I don't know I don't remember
1: Russia. what weird uh names of music you would you say ranchera and ignorant shit
0: I said mariachi music and ranchera okay, mariachi. Music. Yes, that is a genuine
1: arms. art form that they love. Um, okay. I am married to a Salvadoran. Uh, I, have been, <laughs> I have been dove in,
2: into uh-huh.
1: the culture, and it is, it is so much more broad than what you are thinking of. And they play it at different volumes, believe it or not. Um, but <laughs> I remember I brought up, like, even a couple <laughs> weeks ago, I brought up Bad Bunny and how he is literally the biggest yeah. artist on uh, I right now on planet earth Correct. and i think he doesn't sound anything like what you are thinking of I've i have think- stuff. what no 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 i've heard i i, I have listened to bad bunny do you, you know bunny. that he's got some bangers like absolutely like <laughs> you don't even have to know what he's saying it's like oh i know, oh, I know. he's nasty yeah and listen, he's listen listen garrett
0: The question was, do you, is it something they think you genuinely like? Like, Oh, I love the sound of this music. I love this music, Or is it just like, Hey, this is just my, my family. This is what I've grown up with. I just like, I'm so accustomed to hearing it. So I just, I just am like, it's just part of who I am. So I like it. Or do you think they genuinely like it? That's my question. I don't think that was, was that like a racist question? No. You're me, yeah, you're making me feel bad. I'm trying to actually say is I'm genuinely curious. Like, are they just like, oh I'm gonna like it just because it's like passed down from generation to generation. This is what I really like, or is it like, do you think they really genuinely like it? I <laughs> think they really genuinely like it. Okay, that's
2: all I was asking. That's all I was asking. It's it's awesome. I
0: man. I grew up in Gold, Oakville, where everything is country music, and I swear to God, it's the worst fucking music in the world. Like I can't stand that kind of that kind of music. Okay, so that's okay. That's all.
1: That's all. Okay. That's all. That's all, that's all Old let's country. All
0: take a deep breath. It's yeah. all take a deep breath. Okay, let's chill, let's chill. take a
1: deep breath. No, I wasn't. A, see, you always feel like, oh, you're gonna call me woke again, aren't you? You're gonna do it again. <laughs> no, I didn't. You're,
2: I didn't. <laughs> you're gonna it. To say it.
1: <laughs> you're <laughs> going. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. I said. <laughs> Everything. It's so much more broad yeah. than than.
2: Yeah, Garrett Binda is to
0: in... What? Garrett is to it. Yeah, he's too intellectual to podcast. I know.
1: Aaron well, Garvey. no, you asked the question. I am. Have... Oh, yeah. No, I know. No, I, I appreciate your answer, talented. by the
0: way, because I I appreciate your your answer because you obviously have a better insight or more. I know I'm just like a jackass. So I'm just trying to figure out. I'm just trying to learn. I'm trying <clears throat> to be better.
2: Uh,
1: okay. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate. Mm-hmm. You, Josh, how often
3: uh, do you secretly listen to polka music? <laughs>
0: I love me some Weird Al polka music. Weird Al polka music is dope, dude. I love me some Weird Alpha. And I love me some reggae. God, I love reggae, dude. Reggae is legit. Okay. Well, with that said, let's get a baseline of kind of where we're all at with favorite, like who, who, not necessarily like who you think is the greatest, but who's your personal favorite musician or band that you like?
2: You want me that to go money? first?
0: Yeah. That's your, that's your favorite musician. I was like, what no. the shit? Now you're no, just being
1: a dickhead. No. Least. Uh,
0: yeah. My personal favorite Tupac Shakur. The greatest. Mm. Love that guy. He's my favorite. Can Number you, one.
1: can you explain why?
2: Oh yeah. Uh
0: Well, hip hop is my favorite genre music. That's so that's probably why I love the nineties a lot. Grew up in the nineties. Great era for hip hop. And, um, I just think he's the best lyricist with the best flow and the best jams. And, um, Man, I don't. It's it's hard for me to find a Tupac song I don't like. Even like the, not even like his hits. Even the even the the deep cuts are legit. Uh, but yeah, I just think he's a lyricist, lyricist lyrical genius, and um, I, just lo- I just love. Him. I love. That makes me feel makes me feel good when I listen to Tupac.
1: Yeah, very
4: very good choice. Tupac, it's great.
1: So can I can I say, mm-hmm. sorry. This is this is in connection with what I was talking about oh, earlier. Yeah.
2: yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. And
1: like Tupac means the most to me. Like that as mm-hmm. as an artist, Tupac is one of my favorite. I'm talking a lot. I can see it in Sean's eyes. Um, he said he said culture music, bro. Come on, help me out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, damn it. no, no, I, damn I best it. I messed with you, but Tupac is is like one of my. Tupac is one of my, is, if not my favorite, one of my favorites. But what I was getting at is as I grow older, the art form has evolved. And I think there are people who are lyrically, technically far superior to what Tupac put out. Now, he obviously died too early, but like you think about even probably your second favorite artist, Josh, Eminem, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. a superior lyricist to Tupac.
2: Hmm.
1: L- lyrically speaking. Now, Tupac mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. had his things that can't be touched. He was passionate. He, he mm-hmm. was political. He went at the, you know, the, the forces that be. He had a message. He was helping people. And like his music could make you feel something. I love that about him. But yep. I think the art form, there's, I mean, there's people out there that are just Kendrick, Cole, like mm-hmm. there are people who have advanced far past what he did, but he was so early in the art you know, it had been around for ten. That's fair.
2: Years. So that's, fair.
1: that's what I was kind of talking about in why do kids like kid mm-hmm. music, or mm-hmm. young people like young people music? And it's like to me, it's because we're like he will always be like one of my favorite artists because of when he touched my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yep. sorry.
0: So who's your favorite?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think it's I think it's Pock, but I think it's Pock. Oh, sick. Okay. <clears throat> So
3: uh, when I think of like my favorite artist and Garrett kind of touched a lot on this, you know, like sort of the impact where you were, you know, what you were going through, like at that time of life or whatever the man, it's hard because I want to give so much credit to like previous artists you know, like, yeah. like Garrett, you know, maybe wants to say, you know, maybe someone who's a little more current, but also wants to give respect to someone who <clears throat> kind of laid the groundwork for even that artist to even be around. Yeah, And that's super hard because for, for me, like my favorite genre is, is just rock music. And I, I don't get into the sub genres of all that stuff beyond that. If it's just rock music, it's just rock music. But man, it's really hard to, I think, one of the most influential bands of my life uh, was influential because I felt like I discovered them uh, for myself. You know, a lot of times you think about, like like Christian said earlier, about the truck rides with his dad and how that opened up doors to different artists for him. For me, it was by myself. I heard this Rage Against the Machine song, and it was, like, super impactful, politically powerful, and it was just this this super cool mix of, like, you know these these lyrical hip-hop beats over rock music and i know that, that that new metal genre gets a lot of bad press uh certainly over the years because people have kind of like shit all over it but man for me that was so impactful at the time you know and it for me every decade has like a favorite artist but for a lifetime perspective something that i think will never change for me was the first time i heard their album Uh, the first concert of theirs that I went to to the next seven that I went to. I mean, I've been to over a hundred different concerts, but those shows were so different um, from a political messaging to a emotional response from the audience. And they would pull these like, like I went to the tour that had Wu-Tang Clan as their opening act. And to have that be your opener to a hard rock show, And then they would do songs together. They would come out and do these like, you know, two minute diatribe of something political that was super impactful at the time. I have never forgotten what that was like. And that is a really hard thing to replace. But for me, I I can pick a decade and tell you that hey, you know what, for the seventies, man, Led Zeppelin was huge. You know, for the sixties, you know, there's definitely, you know, some Beatles stuff that I would give a lot of credit to. For the fifties is Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry for me is the Mm -hmm. source of it all. But you know it, yeah i would have to say overall man nothing can top what the rage experience was like for me i like
2: that that was uh teacher
0: carlson that was a long teacher carlson
1: that was a long conversation <laughs> wasn't it Aaron hart
0: i love that <laughs> uh <laughs> teacher carlson fav, favorite 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 yeah, band group
1: uh so, so like
4: sean rock would be my favorite but uh, a little glam rock Arena Rock, the Bon Jovi's definitely. Leopards for me were always my favorite. Just the kind of the energy, how it just always gets me just amped up for whatever I'm, whatever I'm trying to do, whether it's just driving to work or whatever. Different than any other music has ever hit me. But favorite art, artists, uh, they're actually. Leopard was always my favorite growing up, and then I started, started thinking about which, which of most songs that I can listen to, to over and over and over again uh it was all which probably about oh gosh 12 years ago with a band called uh wigwam out of found out about them they were on eurovision and uh at the time had limewire and so it's like ooh downloaded one of their songs and uh and that was it i just went down a rabbit hole of everything they've ever done have the intro song on uh peacemaker uh do you really want to taste it one of the best show ever but, but uh wigwam out of norway number one favorite wow Damn, yeah wigwam, absolutely,
0: wigwam. I absolutely was not expecting
4: though a, a wigwam they uh <laughs> that's they awesome, uh, I
0: love
4: that they are they are in a good glam rock band they're they're awesome wow that's amazing I <laughs> shook it. I know uh, I know we were all taking nice ball, bets, buddy I don't think that was on it yet. Yeah. No, no, that was like—I don't know if
0: those are my top 200. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm definitely Google. Yeah, I'm definitely Google. Hey, Alexa, uh, what the? Um, yeah. Fa- so favorites, Pac. But I want to know who you guys think is the who you think is actually the greatest. If you had to say, like, this is the, this this is this band. This musician is—he's he's the number one. They're number one. And my—who I think owns that title—is Queen. Love me some Queen. Ooh, Freddie Mercury, voice of an angel, voice of an mm-hmm. angel, Freddie Mercury. Good answer. Uh, I think he might be, I mean, in my opinion, I think he might be the best vocalist maybe ever. He's definitely up there. Uh, very unique sound. And the way that band would like harmonize together, it was quite beautiful. I think uh, that's the only stuff when I'm really like, if I get in a mood, I'm really vibing out to Queen. It's one of the few bands that really gives me like the chill. So I'm like, I almost get kind of emotional sometimes listening to their music, Um uh, and so uh, yeah, I think they're just like they're and they're, I think their lyrics are great, the message and like the it's a very powerful, definitely to me like over it's overwhelming sometimes like how uh, passionate they sound, or especially Freddie Mercury how it comes through um, when he's singing. So if I had to give the title as the although Pox my favorite, I think the greatest is Queen. How say y'all?
3: Well the great the greatest vocalist. You're, but you're saying the whole, the whole, bit, the no, bit yeah, the whole... I think, I'm
0: thinking the band. If I, if I had to say like this is the, this is the number one greatest musician band, I would say I would give that title to, to Queen. For a, like a, you know a lot of reasons. everything they represent, you know, even the I mean their songs are amazing. Um, kind of the, the chances they took, kind of out, uh, you know, outside of the box. Uh, you know, like Bohemian Rhapsody was, what the heck? You guys, I'm sure you guys saw the movie, um, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think everything. If I had to give the title to somebody, it'd be would be Queen. I'll say y'all. now,
4: you stole uh, you stole my answer. Queen is is my to kind of change how how rock was viewed and the kind of like you said the chances they took with with just ideas into their music. And one thing I love is there's there was so many times that I'd hear it sounded completely different than anything they'd done, and so they had such an awesome range from as you know as hard as you want some rock to go, and they were everywhere in between, so I would say, uh with how spec was, uh but just the band in general, and just how it can kind of you can be in almost any time. there's a queen song for kind of how you're feeling, mm-hmm. and so yeah, mm-hmm. queen is and loving and rock the way that I do
2: yeah so i'm gonna
3: nice. I'm gonna dissent a little bit, it's hard to really argue with Queen, certainly musically, you know. I mean super talented you know that's not up for debate but i think from longevity and creativity i mean i'm not saying that for me they're necessarily my favorite band but i mean it's hard to argue the overarching success of the beatles from mm-hmm. the whole sure. length sure. of time uh the different genres they covered mm-hmm. you know queen was queen was a blast i mean super fun to listen to you know you can find a queen song for whatever mood you're in did you say um,
1: longevity
0: yeah La- lat- latitudity let me, let me get let me google that
3: Longitudinally. you mean longev- longevity longevity yeah longevity
0: no i like i like sean's version right.
3: liberty liberty <laughs> anyway
2: <laughs> i like sean's version i like sean's version liberty okay. liberty
3: <laughs> Continue. um yeah, I think it's hard to beat uh, it's really hard to beat the Beatles, uh overall. Yeah, for and, sure. And you know, they all have their individual <laughs> albums, the success they had there, the cultural impact they all had. It's true that like I, said, I am not I am not the biggest Beatles fan, but I you know, you gotta give credit where it's due. And I just yep. you know, that's that's a hard band to beat.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: For sure. That's a great answer.
1: Yeah. Did you know they put out all of their albums within an eight-year span?
0: Not surprised.
1: They, I mean, I didn't. You, I didn't know
0: that. I didn't know that, but yeah, I'm not surprised.
1: And it was all before they were thirty. Like, the, I mean, it's say so. Yeah. You say longevity, but like that's not even it. It's the just sheer mass mm-hmm. of the quality they put out. Mm-hmm. They got some bangers of,
2: Yeah, mass like
0: a ship. Yep. Mm-hmm. So
1: so it's how do you that. But if you're doing if you're doing personal, like for me, it's Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm.
0: Great, great band. Like,
1: nothing, I could hear Dreams for the three thousandth time and still mm-hmm. be like touched by it. And their range as well, <laughs> from you know Break the Chain to Landslide, is like is the same thing. So like Stevie Nicks is for me up there with uh, Queen and whatnot. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: I can't argue with either of those, Queen or the Beatles.
0: Pretty pretty solid. Have you heard of O
1: Town?
0: (laughs) Have I? Isn't that That baby when the lights go out? Baby when the lights go out. Five. That's five. I actually
4: saw. I I saw uh, O Town in concert a couple years ago. The missing missing to Fremont Street in Vegas. Kind of just accidentally walked into the concert. Aaron Carter was the opener, and then O Town just brought the house down. Man, it was great. Mm.
2: And how I'm much sure money how it.
3: much money did you throw in the hat they had in front of the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a QR code.
4: Oh man. <laughs> yeah. That's smart.
3: That is marketing if I ever heard of Bid it. Vidbo. <laughs> uh, oh, one they- last
0: question. Oh good. One last question oh, and then we'll uh, oh, we'll break down we'll break down the decades. Um I wanna know if you guys have a uh, this could be a this could be like a two for like could be you could either say like your your favorite or whatever you think is the best uh album ever uh i looked at the rolling stones top 500 and i'll just tell you so they, they broke down 500 of the top albums and here's their top 10 just for some uh perspective or some uh some from as you guys ponder your answer uh number 10 lauren hill the miseducation of lauren hill great album by the way love that album bob dylan blood on the tracks was number nine eight Anybody?
1: Pr- anybody? bob dylan fans anybody uh
0: He's got a couple bangers, but not my not my cup of tea. He's a phenomenal
3: songwriter, no. but a terrible yeah. singer. Yeah, just
0: a weird just a weird performer. Uh, number eight, Prince, Purple Rain. <clears throat> number seven, Fleetwood Mac, Rumors. Hey, number six, Nirvana. Never mind. Number five, The Beatles, Abbey Road. By the way, just note uh, also to add on, uh, The Beatles also were at number eleven. Uh, I forgot which album, but they were eleven. Oh, actually, have uh, okay. it. Yellow. Blue. Um, number four, Stevie Wonder. Songs is the key of life. Mm. Number three, number three, Joni Mitchell. Blue. I could. T- I have. I don't even know if I could name a Joni Mitchell song. Probably if I heard it, but I can't. I can't think of any Joni Mitchell songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, I know. I know. I'm an idiot. I just don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know her music. <laughs> do know music. Uh, Number two, the Beach Boys. Pet sounds and wow. numero numero uno. Marvin Gaye, what's going on? I mean, how could it?
1: Beach crazy. Boys' second greatest album of all time. Yeah, kind of crazy,
0: huh? Kind of crazy. I mean, they did. Yeah. A, they did like a I, I paragraph. That. What's his name? Who's the lead singer? That guy's got a beautiful voice. What's that? What's the lead singer's
4: name? Gorgeous voice. I, I, I don't know their, uh, their voice for sure. Love uh-huh. the Beach Boys. Beach Boys.
0: What's the lead singer's name? Come on, hey, Sean. Uh, Sean. You got to know
3: that. Danny. Um, no, that's not right. Oh my god. <laughs> Would is right. you me with no, <laughs> no. because i know his name
0: i know he has the same name as like some other famous person he has a similar huh? name same or similar name as some other famous person isn't that like brian no it's brian, brian Wilson. brian wilson yeah pitcher yeah. for the giants yeah yeah you're you doppelganger go. yeah doppelganger anyways that guy's got a beautiful set of pipes beautiful set of pipes um so yeah, that's that's the Rolling Stones top 10 out of out of their out of their 500 list. I'll I'll throw out you guys want me to go first with my favorite of all time just to get the party Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So,
1: my numera, yeah,
0: My numero uno is uh, Michael Jackson Thriller. I mean every damn song on that album is amazing. Which one? Michael Jackson mm-hmm. Thriller. Thriller. Is probably my number 1 favorite album of all time. Well, isn't, uh, isn't doesn't
3: that album have the most top gosh like the top every... 10 or doesn't the album have the most billboard top 100 hits
0: yeah because every song is an absolute banger every i'm like that, i think there's only nine out well there is there's only nine songs on album but oh my god i'm like want to be starting something baby be mine I... the girl is mine thriller beat it billy jean human nature pyt and the lady of my life those are all like amazing songs <laughs> those are all amazing songs um yeah hybrid theory Aaron hart i know Linkin park i love that i love Linkin park all-time favorite one of my all-time favorite bands
1: are we getting into separating the art from the artist tonight, or is that not a thing we want to do? Do we not want to separating
0: out. the art from the artist? We wanna okay, have, have fun
1: tonight. Okay, my bad. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't
0: I am not here to have fun, Garrett. I'm not here to have fun at all.
2: I'm
1: <laughs> saying that? I would ruin the fun by having that conversation.
0: Oh. You you ruin the phone from logging on well, I'm logging on. Okay, that's when start the <laughs> fun started going down. Uh, yeah, I think Michael Jackson's Thriller is probably my all time favorite album and it's my all-time favorite and i think it's the and i think it's the number one album of all time it's a, it's a double for me how say y'all ooh it's really
3: hard to argue that album because it was just so good front to back uh, uh for me it's a different time period altogether but uh led zeppelin 2 was probably because mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: there's there's not a song on that album that i would skip
2: mm mm-hmm. mhm
0: Led Zeppelin's great.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, Led
3: Zeppelin 2, if we're talking yeah. about like albums, Al- yeah,
0: Led I know. Zeppelin yeah. 2 is yeah, I got a
3: phenomenal yeah. album. Yeah, I got Led Zeppelin also.
4: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh, you, uh, you saw my answer, buddy, because I was going to say the second one that came to mind was uh, Fleetwood Mac Rumors, because just, mm-hmm. I mean, from top to bottom, I of those songs and how they just, just I mean, they just, you can play them today with almost any genre. Mm-hmm. People will be very happy you turned it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, personal favorites oh, come to mind. Probably Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. Uh, listen to that a ton. And then Romania would be my probably two favorite. Mm. Hard to distinguish yeah. between those two. It's just hard to pick. What
1: was the second one? Pyromania.
3: Uh, from Def Leppard. Def
0: I forgot, I forgot the, I got to look it up, but I know like the guns and Ro- like the gun to roses album, Metallica album, and like the red hot chili peppers album. I think they all came out in the same month. Like all their, like, they're all three of the, yeah, it was yeah. like, they all came it was like six
3: month. albums that came out at the same time that were just like <laughs> ridiculous.
0: Like what? Like some of the greatest albums ever.
2: Yeah. That um, black Metallica
0: album. Ooh, that was good. Mm-hmm.
1: Solid. Yeah. Solid. GPK um sorry so yeah uh all eyes on me has got to be on my list mm, i know i was close Double to picking album. that one too oh, that's such a the st- mm. way it starts anyway um yeah, and then honorable mention for me is a wild card that i i would imagine not a lot of people know but <laughs> empire of the sun uh, Walking oh, from, on the uh Queen.
0: yeah Huh. great, great on album.
1: Your, that uh-huh. album you can push play and it's just vibes mm-hmm. straight through. it's so mm-hmm. good but for yep. my personal favorite album of all time, Lupe Fiasco, The Cool. Mm. <laughs> Lyrically.
0: God, that's good, dude. That's a good one, dude. Oh
1: my God. It has my single favorite rap song of all time. It's just the smartest thing I'd ever heard of. And I, I listened to it 10 times before I understood what he was talking about. And it just is like changed my life. Anyway, so Lupe Fiasco's The Cool is my favorite album of all time.
0: That's awesome. That's good stuff. Uh, that's a good little intro, 45 minutes in uh, Now we're going to go through uh, each culture of music And we're going to say what we don't like about it <laughs> 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 Continent by continent Get ready yep. <laughs> uh, I just want to go through each decade Starting at the 1950s I looked at the 1940s And I mean, there's, there's obviously some music there And before that But I just feel like none of that stuff really compares to 1950s no, you, you yeah, just 1950s sum it up by,
3: you just sum it up by saying that <laughs> king cole and that's the end right of it. <laughs> yeah so i feel like it's not gonna really
0: hold a hold a candle to like the 50s on so uh i just going to go through the 50s I'm gonna, I'm gonna break down the top 10 songs of, the, of each decade um and some of the notable artists and then we'll just kind of like just give some thoughts we'll go through each decade maybe we'll spend like maybe four to five minutes and then at the end we'll just we'll finish off the show with just saying what our what we think not 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 our favorite but what we think is the best decade of music. Sound like a plan? Sure. Hard and... to separate. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe if it, it could be the same too. It could be the same answer, but I really want to know more of like a, if best you can, an unbiased opinion on what you actually think is the best kind of best decade for music. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Starting for the 1950s. Yeah. Um, some of the notable artists there, and let me know if I forget some of them, but we got Buddy Holly, Elvis Presley, Little Richard, Frank Sinatra, James Brown, Johnny Cash, Ray Charles, Dean Martin, Isley Brothers, and Chuck Berry. They all kind of made their debut in the 50s. Uh, some of the some of the songs, top 10 songs, uh, Peggy Sue, Johnny Be Good, uh, Hound Dog by Elvis, Great Balls of Fires, Tutti Frutti, uh, Money Honey, Your Cheatin' Heart. Uh, what do you guys... I'll start with Sean. How do you... What do, you, what do you think of? What's kind of like your first uh, kind of first initial reaction uh, when you start thinking about
3: the 50s? The 50s for me always starts with Chuck Berry. Um, he was yeah. the, for me, like the sort of godfather of like rock music. So, you know, uh, I think it's like Chuck is on top. I think is the album from like the late 50s. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, Bill Haley and the Comets uh, come to mind. He had that rock around the clock and all mm-hmm. that kind of fun stuff. So it's a fun decade. Like mm-hmm, it's, it's not a lot of deep meaning, you know, they don't mm-hmm, go through some yeah. deep stuff with the lyrics. They just kind of keep it simple. Part of that's in the guitar riffs, three riffs, and they're having a great time or uh, <laughs> yeah. three chords having a great time. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, James Brown and and uh, some of the Motown stuff was just really starting to come out. But part of that was just because they didn't have a platform to really get out until another, yeah. until we get to the 60s. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're going to get a bigger impact, I think, on some of those artists Certainly can't argue with the Isley brothers. They had a pretty big impact for sure, um, but definitely not until you know, we kind of started letting them have uh, you know, more radio time. You know, Elvis yeah. kind of, you know, for better or worse, kind of got away with a little bit of thievery there. Um, <laughs> but you know, at the same time, he did still also open those doors too. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it, it unfortunately is a, a pro and a con mm-hmm. when you talk about Elvis now. Mm -hmm. Um, As opposed to just the impact he had, certainly starting from back then.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of like I start with Chuck Berry. It's kind of the intro of uh, rock and roll and like doo wop in the '50s. Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the kind of intro Mm -hmm. there. Uh, How say you, uh, GPK? Kind of what do you think about when you think of the '50s music?
1: Well, yeah, it's uh, it's what he said, and you know, it was the world was the country was changing, uh, and that's kind of what Sean was alluding to is that people were getting a chance (laughs) when they hadn't so much previously um and you know my favorite of this is ray charles uh mm-hmm, who could mm-hmm. who could uh have sex with a lady just with his fingers on the piano he would just get it <laughs> he,
2: he was, <laughs> he was
1: so silky uh but yeah he was he, he's my guy from the air i think it's you know i think it's just this is a perfect place to start this conversation mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. like when things really start to change and um I, there's nobody here that's uh international i don't think and i think mm-hmm. that starts to happen in the 60s like more
2: yeah mm-hmm.
1: people get uh more more countries come into the mm-hmm. conversation but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, right now it's like america is becoming like the the musical landscape that we that we know and love like this was the, the beginning for me um but ray charles is my guy from here
0: yeah, uh, yeah, I love you, some Ray Charles. I think my, I really love, especially as I've gotten older. I really love uh, <laughs> Frank Sinatra. I, mean, I love you, some Frank Sinatra music. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Christian, how say you, buddy?
4: Uh, li- listening to those names you just write pulled off, and it just kind of makes my rock and roll, as we know it today, kind of got it. It's it's it kickstart, and then uh, one thing that that of the performer uh television started getting really big in the 50s and they started on the you know the johnny carson show and you know being able to be seen not just heard and so Mm -hmm. i think what elvis is actually put on a show and that's Mm -hmm. when you start to Mm kind of get your your big concert setups that at least to that that size before the 50s uh so performer and rock and roll is is what comes to mind when i think of 50s
2: Mm.
0: Well said. Those are three amazing answers by you three people. I like it. Seriously, those are really Always. those are really well 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 delivered answers. Uh skipping ahead a generation to uh, generation, a decade to um 1960s. It's when we got the breakout of the Beatles, Beach Boys, Rolling Stones, it's a it's a strong list, a strong list, fellas. Aretha Franklin, Bob Dylan, Temptations, The Who, I mean, good god, Marvin Gaye, Jimi Hendrix. Neil Diamond, Supremes, Led Zeppelin. You had uh, you had bangers like uh, like uh, My Girl, I Feel Good, like a Rolling Stone, Natural Woman. Could somebody sing me some songs from Natural Woman, please? How's that song go, somebody? Which well, one? The song's- natural Woman. Pipes. Natural Woman, how's that go?
1: Man, I feel <laughs> like a natural woman.
0: There you go. That's it. I love that. That's my favorite Shania, Shania, song. Shania Twain song from the 60s. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I can't get no satisfaction. Good <laughs> vibration. Come together. Uh Christian, what's some uh what's some good juju vibes oh. you got going on when you when you're thinking of the So you know, Beatles,
4: Beach Boys, Rolling Stones. This is a pretty solid list here. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes me think of first, second, second, third, fourth. We always had oldies on. Loved oldies. And what it, and hearing those those names names, the the startup of it's not just the singer, but it's my group of singers. The Four Seasons, The Valley, The Four Seasons, uh, Temptations, The Beatles. So you're getting the group and they're starting to harmonize. It's not just me and my band behind me, it's us doing it together. And so, uh, 60s is one of my favorite genres. <laughs> was amazing. Those, I, They just put me in a great, great mood. Every boy's song, uh, Temptations, the four tops, four seasons. and So that just, to me, that's so that band group together and it's going to be me and my four buddies and we're going to kill it. So I, I love Uh,
0: GPK. How so you,
1: we're going to raise that money. We're going to get, we're going to get him in here. <laughs> a Wait, did I leave?
0: Did I leave off Jimi
1: Hendrix? I feel like I said that. No, did he's on, he's them? on here. Maybe you skipped it, but he's listed. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Led Zeppelin Supreme still Down. Yeah. Jimmy Hendrix. Martin he
1: so for me, I mean this, if we're talking about greatest decade without just as i read this it's like who could pretty, beat this? Yeah, it has the number 1 crazy. album marvin gay yep. it has right, right. someone in here led zeppelin right someone said led zeppelin was the number 1 Songs? album for them
0: yep yep yep
1: um the beatles
0: beatles is very strong like you very could
1: you ask musicians, and Beatles is the is the only answer for the greatest for sure. band of all time
0: for sure. And, and also I, to add too, I mean, I know I said Elvis came out in the '50s, but Elvis had some bangers of the '60s, obviously yeah.
1: too. Well, that's the thing we got to kind of. Yeah, yeah. Know, when we go through these decades, is that not everybody's? Most of these people aren't just one decade people. But anyway, oh, like for sure, yeah, yeah. This list, fucking Hendrix. It's pretty. It's pretty. Look, so <laughs> and so. What I left out when I was talking about, like, when you're young and being affected, like Neil Diamond was my mom's. Dude, Ooh, I, hated Neil. Him I hated him as a kid, but now that I listen, it's like the feeling is at home. Like, he is so talented. This is just reading it. Mm-hmm. Aretha, oh my god, aretha's <laughs> I mean, I don't know how we top this moving on. I mean, we'll, <laughs> we'll get into it, but the are fucked.
2: <laughs> Yeah, oh
1: yeah. Can we guess on here? Can we guess
0: Oh no. Do not cuss, please. I,
1: mean, I did not say what you think. <laughs> anyway, so that, I mean, just like, this is a daunting task for any other decade. I'll tell you that.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. For <clears throat> sure. Um Also, some other Cliff knows, this is the kind of the decade where Motown got started. Some R&B, psychedelic rock, hard rock, surf rock, and uh acapella. Was acapella yeah. big in the 60s? I guess. Yeah,
1: apparently it is. Well, pa- that's probably part of Motown, right? I mean... Oh, uh, yeah. I guess that makes sense. The fact yeah. that we have Motown...
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: There's nothing like Motown. There's no other... What's region? I mean, you know... Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. What's that, uh,
0: what's that acapella group that's popular like, currently? Okay, cool. <laughs> no, no idea. <laughs> Come on.
4: there's. I'm you glad you Christmas like them. Songs?
0: <laughs> no, I didn't say I like them. I just said they're popular. you a movie? <laughs> no... There's an a cappella group that's really popular right now. They're kind of hip to dip. They harmonize. There's no there's no musical instruments. They're just singing No.
2: Okay.
1: We need to just bring Aaron on because yeah, he should just come right now
2: and Otis
0: Redding, playing. good job. Good job from Otis Redding. Yeah, Otis. Was, yeah, yeah. solid dude. Solid, solid. Uh, Shahin, break down break down the 60s for me, buddy.
3: Well, I, I just have a question. Can you spell a cappella for me?
0: Oh yeah, because I have written. I have it written right here. You can't spell <laughs> <She's so> notable. <laughs> <laughs> but if I didn't look at it, uh, no, probably not probably not. Right.
3: Um, an R in there. You know, uh, the, the '60s um, is really sort of kind of where every like different kind of music really kind of started their their path, right? Like some of the some of these artists at this time, you know, uh, Jimi Hendrix, you know, and his kind of guitar playing. And, like, the strength of his rhythm section, like, the drummer and the bass player for the Jimi Hendrix experience, like, really set the groundwork for a lot of those type of bands later on. Uh, Was it Sgt. Pepper? Right? The Sgt. Pepper album uh, for the Beatles, which was a huge psychedelic thing. Um, God, Miles Davis had a huge album. Uh, And, yeah, like, you start talking about Miles Davis, Otis Redding, uh, Dusty Springfield. Like, there are some... There are some phenomenal names uh, yeah. and albums that came out at this time. So, you know. When did the vinyl come out?
2: Huh?
3: Uh, when did vinyl come out? Uh, vinyl 16? was out back in the 50s. Oh, 50s?
2: Okay.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you it was different. That's when you got, like, the singles. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. You know,
3: you didn't, you didn't start get the full albums uh, until, like, yeah, like, you had to the 60s and the, the 70s.
0: What are the small records called? Or, like, 32s or something like that? Or? Forty fours, fifty fives, something like that. I think
3: It's a forty-five. Forty-five. Oh, I think, I, think so. I might, I might have that
0: backwards. But. I, yeah, well, I mean, don't don't look for me for answers.
3: Uh, but um, anyway, but I yeah, yeah, the '60s is. I think you can make an argument that the bands that are that are the best albums in the, that decade were also sort of like groundwork for mm-hmm. like the little genres that started kind of rifling off from there.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, well, and plus, if you think about the Rolling Stones that are still like just bringing down the house today, started in the yeah. '60s, and they're mm-hmm. still like just an amazing band.
1: Crazy, but I'm thinking yeah. like when I say like w- did vinyl come, happen? Now it, it seems like before this, you know, without being a historian, like before this, it was like what played on the radio was what you got, right? Everyone's yeah. yeah. the radio listening, mm-hmm. and when right. vinyl happens, you can go buy and figure out what you like mm-hmm. and like kind of expand your horizon like are we learning right now
0: i think we're learning are we that's we're becoming, cool. be- we're becoming better yes sir mm-hmm. we're, becoming, we're, we're becoming better oh yeah <laughs> but it makes sense i'm gonna it's my truth now uh <laughs> bump ahead another decade to, to the 70s uh this is kind of the introduction of disco progressive rock funk punk rock soul music uh, some notable artists we got Jackson Five and Michael Jackson, Grateful Dead, Elton John, Blondie, Love Blondie, Black Sabbath. They're pretty good. The Clash, never heard of them. Prince, just kidding. I have, I've heard of the Clash. I'm just kidding. Simmer down. Fleetwood Mac, Queen, uh-huh. Eric Clapton, Brucey Bruce, Springsteen. I call him Brucey We're on a first name basis. Pink Floyd, Eagles. Uh, we got the Life on Mars album. Uh, Don't Stop to Get Enough album. Is What's songs? going on? Songs is oh, songs. My bad. Yeah, my bad. Yep, songs. Records. Records. Uh, Heroes. Uh, Want to Be Your Lover. Dreams. Transmission.
1: Mm. Uh, GPK. Yeah.
0: The '70s. What a what a glorious decade the '70s was. My God. I mean, and I, I mean also. You're you're getting this. You're getting a good transition from the those previous bands from the '60s too. Just roll, this roll. Like you're hitting their stride. They're hitting oh, yeah, their stride right into the '70s. Them, so, yeah. so um, how say you when you think of the '70s?
1: Man, this is tough because this is this is legendary. Mm-hmm. This is, there's so much good music yep. happening in the '70s, including what I think is the greatest band of all time, Fleetwood Mac. And then you've mm-hmm. got you know, the Jackson five before they start doing bad stuff. And then, uh, so this is, this is so hard. This, I think I'm not going to spoil things, but I think this is the greatest era.
2: ever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't spoil anything.
1: (laughs) Like with what people think of Michael Jackson. Uh And then you have Elton John, who is phenomenal. One of the greatest musicians of all time. Mm-hmm. Prince, Fleetwood Mac, Queen, Pink Floyd,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Pink, Flo- like, so great. This is so this great. is is this the the new uh, like you're you're going to arenas now. This isn't mm-hmm. just in my mm-hmm. head. This isn't mm-hmm. just vinyl listening next year. Okay. This is like okay. I have to be there. This is Woodstock, right? Woodstock. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. This is and changing when, music.
0: When was uh... Woodstock? Was
3: 1969.
1: We'll, okay. we'll say seventy. We'll say it was uh, okay. January of nineteen seventy. Way to way to kill the vibe, Sean. Way to kill Stop the vibe with facts. Way. We're just gonna listen to him like he knows. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead. Was Go it ahead.
0: December? December of sixty nine? You
1: son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> it was August of nineteen sixty nine. Side note is that Which Prince is
0: basically December.
1: This is Prince's first album came Lots out in seventy eight in August.
0: Yeah, Prince's first, <laughs> first, album. first
1: album came out in seventy eight, so he's primarily eighties. So we're kind of mm-hmm. stealing him for the seventies. But like for sure. pound for pound, mm-hmm. these are the most legendary artists. Oh yeah, like other than Beatles and Elvis, like mm-hmm. fuck. Oh yeah, for sure. When
0: lot. was the uh, gosh? I'm gonna butcher this. What's what's this? What's the stadium? Wimbledon? Wimbled? Wimble? Wimbly? Wimbly. Okay, yeah. When was that <laughs> concert? Was when was that I'm concert?
4: Live. Yeah, when Queen. Last eighties. That was eighties. Oh, oh, was that eighties? Yeah. Oh, was it? Okay, my bad. My yeah, bad. It was, okay. that was eighties. Okay. Eighty-five.
1: Yeah, I think just was just it just was forward. it
0: January of eighty? Nineteen eighty. <laughs> do,
1: do you want me to tell you? <laughs> just to say, for the decade, this was the introduction of Queen. The introduction of Prince. This was like, <laughs> this is like when music is becoming like more for me personally, and I I didn't know it till later in life, but yeah, this is fucking crazy.
0: Um how say you Shaheen the machine
2: 70s so,
3: <clears throat> I think like one of the one of the biggest artists that we've kind of left off is David Bowie. Um this was all like his his decade for sure. Uh
0: What
3: band is he in? David Bowie.
1: <laughs> Wait,
0: when was he, when I know I wrote his name down. When did I Who
3: did Louis he play drums for? 70s? Um uh what's going <laughs> oh, crap, on from crap, Marvin Gaye? Uh <laughs> Yeah, Marvin Gaye, What's Going On, was in the 70s. Okay. Uh, Black Sabbath was the early 70s. But, you know, I think with each of these, like especially if you look at certain albums, you can see where they springboarded some of the music that started to come out in the 80s. Like Blondie is late 70s, right? And so you can see how that type of music for, for Blondie and just that transition to what became more popular you know, like as, as like the music changed um, the who mm-hmm. had their biggest mm-hmm. album in the seventies uh, born to run from Bruce Springsteen was in the seventies. Like to Garrett's point, like there's some, you know, there's heavy hitters, you know, this is also sort of the, 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 the gift of being able to look back on a decade and like kind of pick these albums out too. Like we can do this net. We can, we'll be able to do this each decade, but it's hard to argue like the impact on some of these, um, that some of these albums had on their genres going forward. Um, uh, yeah. Pink Floyd owned the decade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin, unfortunately, you know, their drummer died towards the end of the seventies. And so that kind of like derailed where they were going. So, I mean, there's, you know, I mean, uh, Creedence Clearwater revival is in mm-hmm. this decade too. Like the Bee Gees, Barbara Streisand. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on.
3: Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: Do you guys have a gut reaction when you think of the 70s to like automatically think like, oh, like, do you think like that's automatically that's a disco or what do you, what do you guys like? What's a knee jerk reaction?
3: I don't only because I didn't ever get into it, but I know that it definitely was the tail end of the 70s, the early 80s. And then as sports fans, we all know that it was sports that put the death nail in disco when they had that big disco explosion in center field. Uh, oh, I think yeah, it was, yeah, you know, when they when the DJ had everyone bring their albums and they freaking blew right. up the thing, that's right. and that was literally what people say is the end of disco.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Um, so I try not to. Th- I, I guess I don't. I shouldn't say I don't try, because even like like for example, like Kiss, like they had a disco song, and a lot of people give them a lot of shit for that, but it was mm-hmm. kind of the thing, and you know they're not innocent of trying to get a paycheck either.
0: I love yeah. it. Uh, yeah, we touched, I think we touched on the Eagles we we talked about them. Uh, if I didn't say them, yeah, they're definitely Eagles are in the seventies. Uh,
3: fun fact fact about the Eagles. Uh, I lost a bet pretty badly to Christian, uh, in discussing, uh, (laughs) in discussing, uh, who made more money from the Eagles after their Eagles time was over, uh, Joe Walsh or Don Henley and I was all about Joe Walsh. I was like, oh, phenomenal guitar player. He had some great albums. Of course, I completely ignored Don Henley's success through the 80s and was woefully incorrect.
4: (laughs) You, with the amount of confidence, you would have thought he was an accountant for both of them. (laughs) (laughs) He had, he had, he was poop. Joe Walsh was the moneymaker after they split up and no, it it, it wasn't even close close the there amount of monetary times, success
3: there are a few times i'm ever that wrong and i was way way wrong on that one
4: <laughs> but your your confidence had me shook i, I didn't yeah. want to check your vote uh, um
2: yeah.
4: one uh one thing for me josh kind of gets to your point and for i mean a, up until probably past high school when i thought 70s myself, and i was never a big disco fan I, there was some you know pick and choose you know a couple songs here and there it was probably right around the time napster limewires started coming out where i can start downloading some more songs from austin and start getting a little more into queen and that's when i really started finding out that, that that's the thing I was loving and that, that that's kind of stuck with me because that kind of transitioned into the kind of rock i like you know today and the start of that was uh was in the 70s with those, those boggles. Kind of just, that sound is, uh, it's always been special to me. So, I, yeah, it's not just disco. When we used to have these conversations on what's the greatest decade, you know, kind of with, with buddies and toss away from me. And then I really started digging, digging into it going, God, I was way, way off. So, what uh, stands out to me now is just how much great rock came out of the yeah. 70s. I think, of, I I think, think. Of,
3: when I think of disco, or if I do try to think of any disco music, it's with a movie like mm. Saturday Night Fever, um, you know, something something where I, I know those songs were in. I think mm-hmm. even like Midnight Cowboy to a certain extent, you know, like that's, that was the exposure I had to genres that I wasn't intentionally listening to, right? Like, I and I, mm-hmm. you know, like, I think that's part of why, like, soundtracks for me were always such a big album purchase. Like, I love the Top Gun album
2: just Best because it
3: had so many cool different artists and different musicians and... You know, so like, I think about like some of these, even, even these genres as these decades and I'm like, man, there's some, there's some movies that really kind of drove some of that exposure too. And I'm curious about like some of that, if that's something you guys ever had, you know, where it's like, I never heard that song until I saw it in a movie.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Oh, for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. I, I almost have almost a very similar story of uh, Christian. I didn't hear a lot of the stuff until I was much older because I'm like, my mom only pretty much listens to country music. I always heard country music and my dad was this big on uh zz top and Jimi hendrix like that's all my dad, my dad would listen to that all the time is, and so yeah and so um so that is what i got a heavy dose of and also then just what i started liking you know like 90s 90s rap and hip-hop stuff so it wasn't until i was probably like natural progression. mid mid yeah mid 20s late 20s when i started listening like in a deeper dive into um you know like this other like 60s 70s and stuff like that started listening to yeah, like same thing, like Dabster, LimeWire. I can actually destroyed like, my comput- little- computers. Yeah, <laughs> so many viruses, so <laughs> many <viruses>. ruined <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, we'll we'll a uh, time jump up to the eighties. I mean, pretty solid decade. Pretty pretty solid decade. We got Whitney Houston. We got NWA. Kind of the kind of the introduction of some hip hop. Public Enemy, Madonna, The Cure, The Police, U2 toto rick james bit cindy lopper rem guns and roses van halen metallica red hot chili pepper i mean that's a that's a solid dose of some rock and roll right there i uh, would never
3: think rem in 80s in the same sentence though yeah you know, <laughs> that, that that caught me off guard
4: yeah <laughs> uh
0: again this is when they all kind of like debuted you know um mm-hmm. songs top songs purple rain blue monday beat it I want to dance with somebody straight out Compton fight the power, express yourself. Um, who, I, who have I not started with yet? I think uh Christian, Christian yeah. 80. I feel like 80s and, I, I 80s was, and
4: Christians pretty. So not uh, because when I think of eighties, I think of probably the most fun. It seemed while they were making singing and mm-hmm. just I like that. putting out music. Uh, Concerts and the type of colors they were doing, how uh, yep. face paint and growing your uh-huh. hair long, and can you could snort the better because that's going to make for a better show. And it's just, mm-hmm. it was <laughs> things. It's it's when things started getting wild with your Motley cruise seasons and uh, yeah, hair, uh, hair, me- hair metal, hair metal, hair, hair metal, and you know, and that's when when I think of concerts. I immediately go back to like when I, when I see a, a boss flying over the crowd, you know, and uh, living on a prayer. And you're just like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like that. Mm-hmm. That just everyone. Looked, um, and people were singing. It wasn't slow. It was every song with Whitney Houston to Bon Jovi to Motley Crue to all these bands. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of fun. And no, everyone was singing, singing their hearts out in the eighties. And I love the eighties. It uh, seems to
0: be the deck, the decade of the introduction of pop, pop music.
4: Mm-hmm. And I love pop the colors. And and all, uh,
0: there... in, oh yeah. Neon, neon colors. Also and, MTV, and
4: MTV. I was going to say the music video. So people started to get real creative, how they were dressed in the kind of, the kind of the image that they wanted to portray uh, really took over in the
0: Uh Shaheen the Machine, how's he nineteen nineteen eighties?
3: Um <clears throat> so I think the eighties was kind of a, a a tale of two halves. Y- your early eighties was um, you know, kind of some of that mixture. Um you had uh Back in Black from ACDC uh was like I think like literally the start of the decade. Um mm-hmm. uh thriller was nineteen eighty two. Like I I know that. Um you've got uh God. Yeah, Purple Rain was, like, early 80s. Um, and then you kind of start towards the middle, and that's when you have, you know, some of the like like, Master of Puppets from Metallica came out. Um, but I think, you know, other stuff, oh, uh, The Joshua Tree for U2, mm, which is a huge, huge, huge album. Um, Peter Gabriel, uh, Dire Straits. Um, I mean, obviously, Guns N' Roses, from a cultural perspective, and what that did... You know, you had like the Motley Crues and the Poisons, and um, you know, um, Warrant, you know, Cherry Pie, those kinds of things. You had all that stuff certainly going on, but yeah, then you have like what NWA in the late '80s. Uh, you know, I I just think you have this like tale of two halves, right? So the first half, you had some of that that British invasion, right? The the police, the Clash, um, you know. And then towards the end, right, that's when we start getting into some of this, like, darker stuff that was sort of the prelude to um, that grunge music that was coming. You know, you didn't really mm-hmm. know it was coming, but you kind of had a sense of it towards the end of the decade.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The,
0: um, is this also the, the – is this when CDs came out, 80s? No. No, CDs
3: you know? are Are 90s. they
0: much more, more 90s? 90s, I'm yeah. What about sure. Walkmans? Walkmans were Walkmans were 80s, right? Walkmans are, Walkmans
3: are 80s. Walkmans absolutely. Walkmans were 80s. <clears throat> yes.
0: Walkmans were 80s. <clears throat> yes. Walkmans are 80s. Yeah. Because I was thinking too. Like we're, as I'm thinking as you guys are talking, it's like there's you know as we keep going on decade to decade, there's more like this music industry is just growing. So it's like there's a handful of artists, and every year it just gets more and more and more and bigger and bigger. And it's like you listen to music, there's more ways to find what you like. There's like it just keeps growing and, growing and growing, especially nowadays. Like I can't keep up. There's like so much stuff. But um, so that's yeah. I just thought that was kind of an interesting perspective too. Is just like there's so much more. so many more artists uh, as as we go through these decades. Uh, I'm GPK. Sorry. I, I, feel, oh, go go I feel really
3: confident. Sorry, I, I do feel really confident about the CD thing. I feel like they came out yeah, in um, the 90s because that's when everybody started buying them. They probably came out yeah. earlier. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. like when yeah. we were all. You know, before that, right, yeah. everything like was cassette man. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, show of hands, who had a uh, CD player in the car where you had to like pop the face off?
2: <laughs> Remember? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Pop, pop off or move your. I thought face. you, yeah, you say, take... I
3: thought you were going to say you had to have the cassette that went in with the cord that came back to the CD player. <laughs> oh.
0: Sh- yep. For sure. <laughs> yep. For
2: sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were kids broke. today.
0: Kids today don't know the struggle. Kids today don't know the struggle. Uh, nineteen yeah, eighties. 1980s... Hit
3: play and record at the same time. To try <laughs> oh, to time dude, it at the yeah. beginning.
0: Or I'd be so peeved, and the freaking DJ would like talk up to the keep talking until talk they start the, singing. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, Dick, I'm trying to record the song, dude. Stop <laughs> freaking talking up to the.
2: I need to I give this
3: mixtape to Britney on Friday. Will you shut the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, Garrett. What was her name? Mixtapes. <laughs> my high school girlfriend was britney that's how we asked you're cool. lying Pretty spirit. You yeah 100%.
3: no way yeah oh god
0: uh news flash they're all named britney at that age good lord everybody's name <laughs> britney uh our, our, real estate,
3: our real estate agent here is also named britney see
0: what is she about <laughs> she about late 30s early 40s yep <laughs>
2: Sh- Sh- Shocking!
0: Shocking. Aaron <laughs> uh, Patrick, how do you feel about the '80s? What's some uh, What's some vibes you get off of when you think about the 1980s?
1: Let me start by saying it's upsetting that Toto's on Who'd here. Who I forget? Toto's Who'd I forget? on here. Who I forget? And you know who's not is Tears for Fears, Hall and Oates. Oh shit! Yeah. Or Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. And so what that leads me to mm-hmm. is like this. St- Wait, no, Beastie Boys is on there.
0: BC boys, oh no, BC boys on the nineties. I, I have them for nineties. were they eighties? BC boys are nineties. No, no, BC boys are eighties. Boy, I think you're they right. 80s. I think, of 80s. Right. I think you're they right. came out eighties. BC of the 80s. boys debut. Yeah, <laughs> nineteen seventy nine.
1: seventy nine.
0: December, December of seventy nine. <laughs> so they were
1: eighty. But so but, but my point is, oh yeah, we got you got to post uh, Aaron's hot take there because it is it is legit. Shaheen pointed mm-hmm. that out mm-hmm. yeah for yep. sure well True i net. mean we're getting it like the 2000s gotta have a ton of get, we can talk ton, about that yeah. on a different podcast but yeah. my take from the 80s is that with those wow. those omissions with hollow notes and tears for fears which is very upsetting for me mm-hmm. um, my bad the 70s had some some like some protest songs, right? What's going on and whatnot. Like they're talking mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. like, Hey, what are we doing? There's, there's things obviously with that era, but eighties are when artists start to take their platform and really be like, you know what? Fuck this. We're doing, uh, um, uh, fuck the police, uh, straight out of Compton, fight the power. Like they're like, Mm -hmm. we are taking this and we are, you can't stop us anymore. You can't, uh, adult, uh, no, a language. What was the, what's the disclaimer called? Oh, the parental parental, parental parental advisory. advisory. That's when that Mm -hmm. started because artists were like, you know what? Oh, touche. You can't fucking tell me what to say anymore. And like, we're going to say something. People are dying. Uh, so I, it obviously started in the seventies with anti-Vietnam stuff, but Mm -hmm. Uh, the '80s are where artists really started to speak their mind. I think on like maybe on the radio and get more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. more press for what they were doing. For what I see, so yeah, it's a good era. Take, yeah,
0: yeah, it is. I would say to, yeah.
3: to Garrett's point on that because like it, you know certainly in the mid to late '60s, you know, you had the students that were murdered by the National Guard on a university
2: mm-hmm.
3: at a protest. Mm-hmm that turned into a Neil Young, or is it, well, I know it's Neil Young. I don't know if it's like the whole like little foursome that they were had, but in any case, like, yeah, you had albums that had those protest songs. You started transitioning to singles that would have those protest songs, but more specific, right? Like in the late sixties into the early seventies was more kind of government oriented. And then you start getting into which is where I think even some of that hip-hop stuff started to come into play because they were telling the stories of what they were experiencing lyrically. And so those songs represented what those experiences were like, you know, and that's where like even like the early 80s British invasion stuff was stuff that they were having to deal with in their own view. But then the tail end of the 80s, when we start getting this hip-hop stuff coming in and this like homegrown sort of anger, angst, you know, stuff that was going on, and they could tell a story that was was very was very unfortunate to sort of discover because i don't think people really knew that was happening until those artists started kind of becoming more and more popular and yeah then the, you know the radio stations being able to maybe have a little more freedom to take a risk to play some of those songs because they you know i think those songs and those artists existed earlier but we just never got a chance to hear that because they weren't
1: given the same
3: do you think uh, MTV
1: platform. do you think MTV affected that like and fight for your right to party, becomes 100% so popular. And it's like, tell your parents to eat shit. It's like, well, okay, this is a popular song. We got to play it because we want people to listen. Like, well, that's, mm-hmm.
3: and, and, and we've seen that with the outcome of social pressure, right? So, like, they were pressured to play these songs and play these music videos that maybe they otherwise wouldn't do yeah. because they were so overwhelmingly popular and requested.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting. It's funny that this decade has. That that side and also kind of to Christian's point is probably might be the most kind of bubblegum pop fun fun decade of songs too. It's weird that they both kind of coexist the same same age. I would argue Mm -hmm. I
3: would argue that like if you think about the decades, right? The fifties, well, we just came out of of world war as the Mm -hmm. only country that wasn't bombed. Right? Mm -hmm. We were kicking ass in every way. Financially, like society was was rocking for a certain amount of people. And so they were having fun music, right? And then you go through the 70s and you had like this recession through the uh, late 70s and then we kind of got out of that in the 80s, theoretically. And mm-hmm. so they were having a great time, right? Mm-hmm. Doing mm-hmm. cocaine off strippers' butts. Let's yeah. do it.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, 70s was a lot more like peace and love. Well, isn't isn't 80s to wasn't like kind of when AIDS was kind of like a big... That was 80s, right? 80s was a-
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 80s. 80s, 80s, you're yeah, asking. AIDS. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's been. What's a the problem?
0: <laughs> no, I know, but they're
2: so was sensitive. That?
4: No, that you know you're right. That was that was
0: when it was. I was trying to make a. I was trying to make a point about 70s being kind of like a fun, loving everyone, like love everyone. Oh, Everybody's yeah, got a yeah. bone in everybody, and then yeah. that got dialed back quite a bit because of like. Yeah, <laughs> I
4: can't. <laughs> Sean's
0: of the... Well, I said AIDS, and you guys all look like I said like a foreign language or something. I was like, I was trying to, you didn't give me a chance to finish my thought, you, son of a bitch. you know what?
1: You know what bubblegum pop makes me think of? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> oh, here's Aaron Judge up to bat. AIDS.
0: <laughs> was I that, was that the breath. transition I gave? Was that yeah. just like a cold? Oh, my bad. You know, you live and you learn, right? You live and you learn. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good transition to the '90s, I believe.
1: Yeah. The era I mean, Maria.
0: How great! How great is the '90s?
1: How great! Oh boy, though, how, great is the 90s?
0: how great is the '90s? It's just so great in so many different when ways. When
1: were you born, Joshua? Eighty-two. Eighty-two.
0: 82. 82. Uh huh.
1: You were at a right so, age. I mean, like, Enjoy the
0: '90s. Yep, the '90s. Was Aaron, was when was were you primed. born? Aaron's younger than me. Aaron's like, Aaron's. I think he's thirty five or thirty six, something oh, like that. Oh, yeah,
1: he yeah. He's a man.
0: No, he's just a colossal dickhead. <laughs> uh, he nineteen uh, nineties. We got, we got Tupac, we got Biggie Smalls, we got Nirvana, Snoop Dub TLC, Outkast, Beastie Boys. No, nope, Beastie Boys is definitely not the nineties. R. Kelly. Why do I have Beastie Boys in there? Because uh, this list is from like, you know, I don't know anybody anyways. R Kelly, Beck, Weezer, Jay Zizzle. I think people call him <clears throat> Jay Zizzle, right? All the time. Britney Spears in sync. Backstreet Boys, obviously. Selena, Green Day. God, it's a pretty strong list. I, I mean, mean as a freaking
1: be, those had to be tail in the nineties, though, a couple of those. Uh
0: yeah, I feel like I think Britney Spears is probably like ninety nine ish. And in ninety-eight, insane. probably.
2: Yeah. yeah, those are definitely those are
0: definitely late nineties for sure. For sure. But anyways. Um, I mean you got Mo Money Mo Problems, No Diggity. Might be my favorite song ever, by the way. Random Thought, Random Fact. The Rain, Common People, No Scrubs, smells like Teen Spirits. <sighs> Sean, besides AIDS, what do you think of the nineties?
3: So again, I think you 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 gotta look at like what some of the albums that started to lay the groundwork for f- Future things. Uh the Chronic from Dr. Dre was like ninety-two. Uh oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Oasis had that album that we couldn't escape in the mid nineties. Yeah. Um I think this is yeah. also where some of those like singles really started to like I think for our age at the time <laughs> it was we didn't probably notice it as much. Now I think we would think it's like overplaying those singles.
2: Mm-hmm. You
3: had um God, what was it? Uh Oh, you had um, the Smashing Pumpkins. um, Was it the Bullet and Butterfly? Mm -hmm. Despite all my rage, I'm still a rat in the cage. But you had the score from the Fugees, mid-90s.
0: Oh, touche, yeah.
3: Uh, Public Enemy, Fear of a Black Planet was like early 90s. Um, BC Boys, mid-90s. The Ill Communication was like 94. Um, uh, We started seeing the uh, MTV Unplugged. Right. Like, this is where, like, I think MTV started to drive a lot more stuff. Uh, Fiona Apple had that album that we couldn't get rid of for, like, felt like a whole year. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
3: Um, (laughs) I mean, like, this is where I'm I'm saying, like, some of these were, were, you know, where I think we started to realize they were singles and were probably getting Mm -hmm. overplayed a little bit.
2: Yeah.
0: Alanis Um, Morissette.
3: Yeah. Uh, But this is also, like, considered one of the best albums of all time the lauren Mm -hmm. hill the miseducation of lauren hill was like late late 90s Uh, notorious big was 94 ish Mm yep yep and that album was like again like huge Mm
2: -hmm.
3: you know so when i say like we can't escape like the singles oh a tribe called quest
2: they had that crazy
3: album like in the early 90s Mm -hmm. um so you know some of that stuff was (laughs) again laid the groundwork for more things to come but it doesn't feel like it hits as hard, certainly as like those bands in the sixties and seventies. Mm-hmm. That's just my take on it. I don't think it's like, obviously I don't think it's like bad, but it's nowhere mm-hmm. near, I think as impactful. Oh, and Gr- green days album was like mm-hmm. 94.
0: Mm-hmm. I I mean, this is definitely the decade I grew up in, but I'm, I'm more fond of it because I think as hip hop being my favorite genre, I think this is the, the pinnacle of a, uh, hip hop. Yeah, I don't. I, don't know. I mean,
3: I mean, the Chronic and Ready to Die. I mean, Ready to Die was like for me was like one of my favorite
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, albums. Uh, certainly, a bad mm-hmm. genre of all time. I love that
1: album. Illmatic and the uh, the Fugees mm-hmm. album Oz. both came out. The Fugees was phenomenal, yep. mm-hmm. but the Illmatic yep. is like widely regarded as like one of, yeah. the, if not the best hip hop mm-hmm. album of all time. One. Yep, of- I would agree. All right.
0: Um, Christian, nineties music. So
4: at this point, I think it's the pinnacle of, of hip hop and R and b for me. rap. I mean, else I'd rather listen to from a hip-hop rap point than the '90s. You had your like you're saying you like your black streets that were, were making some real just fun uh, and then I, you know, you think about like the rap battles between East Coast, West Coast with you know Drake. Tupac. it was just it was a ton of fun in uh uh in 90s hip-hop and rap it mm-hmm. it, it killed my 80s rock because that's when uh, nirvana came out and uh mm-hmm. kind of started t- taking over in that that fun cocaine fueled rock with, with our you know our glam hair flannels <laughs> and, and grunge and so for mm-hmm. me i you know i always kind of have a, a little distaste because it took away my my favorite genre of music but uh you also and and but another thing I was just to the boy bands and they had some hits with uh you know New and then uh uh NSync Back, Backstreet Boys you know towards the later 90s that uh were great were great you never wanted to admit that you were listening to them to your buddies but, but they were great <laughs> 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 right? i for,
0: i can't believe i forgot to throw in uh Linkin Park too they're the 90s ah park mm-hmm. kind of that rock that rock rap was kind of starting to the end of the 90s Lip biscuit mm-hmm. let's all, all that shenanigans mm-hmm. uh gpk 90s
1: well so i'm missing some incubus and some chevelle stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm.
0: but oh, dang, i forgot about that band
1: like the, the main yo corn is a great one main thing that yeah. uh like this is when we talk about our formative years, right? We always talk about why do kids like, why do, why do young people like? This is it for, I think, all four of us, uh, five of us, the, the tech guy, <laughs> Aaron.
2: <laughs> we're
1: anyway, um, what do you, let me just answer this by asking a question. What do you think people who were born in 1970 or people who were born in 2000? think of the nineties because like looking at it now other than Pac and Biggie and Nirvana, mm-hmm. I mean, outcast So there's, there's some obvious artists, but mm-hmm. like the legends are few and far between compared to what we've been through already. Right. And maybe it's mm-hmm. because they've had decades and decades and decades to build up, but like, what do people before us and after us think of the nineties because looking at it here, <clears throat> it just kind of doesn't, compare to me
0: I oh oh, I'll I'll chime in I I could definitely easily see how older generations don't think rap is very talented music because they're not Mm -hmm. they're not singing they're they're you know probably in their eyes or their ears they're they're just talking so I can definitely see a whole group of people just not liking that (laughs) like they can just just from that from that standpoint Mm -hmm. um but and I can also see like like nirvana is like a little too like maybe crazy for them a little, a little too out there for like an older generation a little too little too much too much of um too much of like yelling and stuff um but after but like the newer generation, I don't uh, I would think it'd be easier for them to be um or you know easier for them to like this kind of this music as opposed to the older generation.
3: So <clears throat> I think it's, it's a great question because um, <clears throat> I think uh, if, if, you, if you think of artists or people that were into certain artists, uh, you know, from like, let's say the 70s, for example, uh, one of the uh, interesting things about like Black Sabbath, for example, is uh, the guitar player is considered like the godfather of the guitar riff for all the rock bands that came after. And... So from the, the age group of the 70s, and this is just a, as an example, that age group couldn't stand the rock music that took place in the 90s because mm-hmm. it was just basically, and not to get too technical, but it was basically the same stuff, but it was tuned differently, right? Yeah. So they're playing the same chords that they've always played, but they just changed the tuning and it became like this whole like hate thing. But Like
1: singers in auto-tune, you mean? Like that similar yeah, to that? Yeah, like-
3: so like, exactly. It's so like if you took... Uh, artists that maybe were in that pop music that then started hearing pop music in the '90s started to be like, well, wait a minute, that's not—they're not really even singing; they're just singing into a synthesizer that's face- fixing their vocals, right?
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So
3: it's interesting. I think the '70s age demographic, and mostly because I've I've heard it like in documentaries and stuff, really hated the music of the '90s,
2: mm-hmm.
3: but. I think the 2000s, in part because of where we're at with technology, right? We can go back and look at so much actual footage and, and hear interviews and stuff. I think for the 2000s, they look back as, at the 90s as like, oh, these guys were cool. They basically merged you know, genres together, right? Rock and, and hip hop or mm-hmm. you know, hip hop and auto tune and all this other stuff, right? Singing with rapping versus just lyrically expressing a story or telling a story. So I think the 2000s, this is my assumption, looks back at the 90s more fondly as being trailblazing, trying to be different, trying to take something that already existed and then making it their own. Whereas the 70s were like, hey, we were really creative with our stuff. And I would be curious to see if people in the 40s and 50s would say that the people in the 70s and 80s were were terrible. Mm -hmm. So I think there's like a 20 to 30 year gap where some would say that's great and obviously I'm covering all my bases, but from what I've seen, like in documentaries, there is a distinct hatred from that seventies group to the nineties creativity, but it feels like we respect it more now, at least in current culture. When you think back to like sampling, right? Sampling was a big deal for a moment that we experienced where people were taking these hooks from different songs. Right. Jay Z was big on that, right? He'd take a sample from an old album from twenty years ago and plug it into a song, he'd have to cut a check to someone, right? But we didn't care about that. We were like, hey, that song that song hits. Right? So Mm -hmm. that's just how I kind of
4: view that question. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. And one thing I can I was gonna say, one one thing I completely forgot about being my favorite country music of all time. By far. Um Brooks, uh, Joe Diffie, early, early Kenny Chesney, early Tim McGraw, early Brooks and Dunn—the pinnacle of what I what I, I love country music to sound like. I, I forgot to add that in there. Uh, Hip hop and country music—I think were the tops in the nineties for me.
0: Mm-hmm. I do I do think kind of, a, of like two thoughts. One is I think since it was so hard to kind of break through like in the 50s, 60s and 70s, like it had to (laughs) to, uh, like, you really had to stand out. You really had to be special. And it, and, and, but there's kind of two parts that like, I think you really, I think you really did, but it's also like you had to, that was like the opinion of like music producers too. Like it was like, you have to, they have to think you're special. Then they're going to put you on the radio, but as opposed to like, you know, nineties, two thousands stuff. Now you just, especially nowadays you just upload whatever you can have your, you can have um, you know, have your music everywhere. So I think there... I could definitely see an argument of, like, maybe you ha- you had to be a little bit more talented or gifted, in, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, to, to stand out, as opposed to, like, 90s and stuff, 2000s, where it's, like, you know, it's easier to um, promote your music, get your music out there.
1: Britney Spears, she was just hot for people, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. she obviously didn't have a great voice, and she didn't write her own shit, so, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the thing. Like, well, okay, now we have this technology where I think that was the defiant ones that were talking about. Like, the, you used to have to be really talented, mm-hmm. and now you just gotta be good looking. And I can yeah. auto tune your. Oh yeah, it was a good job. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Nice. I think we broke that down pretty well. Uh, <laughs> chat. Chat's getting me. I'm not going to lie. Chat, give me some chuckles. <laughs> the uh,
1: can I get a drink? Can you just talk slow for a second?
0: Sure, I'll talk slow. Uh, after the 90s comes the 2000s, if you're wondering. Uh, some notable artists in the 2000s that made their debut Coldplay, Little Wheezy, Beyonce, White Stripes, Eminem, Amy Winehouse. Let me say Amy Winehouse, 50 Cent, Kanye, Justin Timber. I guess he kind of made his, de- his uh, solo debut. Rihanna, Daft Punk. A um, lot of uh, lot of hip-hop songs were topping those charts. Uh, you got Stan, 99 Problems. You got some Beyonce, Crazy in Love. Hey, yeah, from Outkast. Amazing. Was Outkast 2000s, 90s? Hey, nice wine there, buddy. Uh, Paper Planes, Seven Nations Army um boom, 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 boom. this just seems to be more like if i if i try to think it's hard for me to distinguish the the different kind of music from 90s and 2000s because i feel like 2000s is very very similar type of music um yeah. to the to the 90s i don't i'm trying to think what's you know besides like because i still think 2000s is still um <clears throat> need a little bit of alternative. Definitely, definitely hip hop and rap is strong in the two thousands. Still got some grunge. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know what kind of genre or any kind of breakout stuff is kind of coming through or, or let me know if I'm I'm wrong. I just can't think of it. Well,
3: I would say like definitely the, it, (laughs) this is where like, it starts to kind of blend together because you could argue it's, it was new because it felt new certainly for like a generation of people, but it was kind of a callback. The, like the late 70s this sort of like a prog rock jam band right these 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 artists that would have these like six seven minute songs oh, huh? and it, it really was just you know they were just playing their instruments uh modest mouse um certainly cold play um you know where you kind of had this like prog rock kind of thing that came back um i also thought we we started seeing oh arcade fire The postal service was another one. Like these bands that were like, and they were big albums. I don't know that they were necessarily uh, creating anything new. Like I don't feel like their impact was felt the next decade. Um, Mm -hmm. You know they kept making the same material, um, but um, you still had some pretty big albums. Certainly, you know for for generationally speaking, Uh, Jay Z's Black album um, was in that was in that decade. Uh, the Eminem show, um, uh, Gorillas came out, and that was—I mm-hmm. thought—that was kind nice. of a unique yep.
2: um, True
3: sound uh, for them.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, God, who else? Um, Muse.
4: Mm,
3: Muse was up. huge. Uh, Arctic Monkeys, The Strokes, uh, Outcast, Stankonia came out. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that was huge. I thought that was a great album.
0: So we I Iroquois a great time with that. Jamiroquai.
3: In? yeah. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age kind of had their their run. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I think just you know we also started seeing that um, because I think that was really the beginning of the Internet and bands using the Internet to basically produce themselves. right? Mm-hmm, they stopped yeah. going through record companies. That, that's a big thing for Radiohead. Radiohead has always been independent, and they're one of the biggest bands in the world, and they've always mm-hmm. just done it without a record label.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And that was just sort of the beginning of that,
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: I think, I mean, I know it probably started in the nineties, but I don't think it really took off until that, the Mm two thousands.
0: GPK. I think, well, two thousands, you're in your fifties, right?
2: (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let me just say that the host of this show This Pinot Grigio is trash. (laughs) Not Josh because it tastes like absolute dickhole. Um, I'm sipping it through a straw with ice in it because I didn't want to keep tipping. That's my thought on the two thousands. No, listen. So Muse is my favorite musical act of this of this decade, and they're not mm-hmm. even on here, but so we are we are meeting we are meeting some people who are influencing music to this day. Right, Beyonce has evolved from what she was mm-hmm. when she was younger into this iconic character today even even in 2022 she's still the queen rihanna just dropped is dropping another one but she's she's great um kanye is all over the news i don't know if you guys have ever seen news before but um he's he's on it um he's not doing great um so yeah so like it isn't a super notable decade to me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like for me it's muse but like Look, it doesn't even make the list, so that tells you what they are. I think they're mm-hmm. a huge fan, but, like, yeah. it's just kind of a – it's not like a a blurry kind of decade. Like,
0: mm-hmm. I agree with that. That's kind of how I feel about it.
1: Um, And I like, I like what you were saying, Shaheen, but, like, we're just after where CDs and, like, like, artists are making their effect – known in in one way and we're just before something uh, i'll talk about later but um <laughs> this is a great little segment uh it's just not notable to me or notable, yeah. notable mm-hmm. uh not- notable if you say it how Josh mm-hmm.
2: yeah it's kind of mm-hmm.
0: it's kind of vanilla how yeah ya- well,
3: well my thing with it just to go <clears> back like with that is because yeah. i'm saying that the 2000s was the beginning of that um we can produce our own stuff right we can be completely independent we don't have to like this is now where we don't need to be discovered, right? Mm-hmm. We just need to have, you know, basically iTunes because iTunes started in two thousand one. But right? who on so- this
1: list did that? Who who on this list made their own way? I feel like everybody here was discovered. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I, I mean, I, I'd have to look. I don't know, like the Killers or you know, like Beck. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know at, at that time, right? Mm-hmm. Like there were some artists. Like I know, like. I mean Radiohead's always like the the staple because they were the biggest band to do it, but mm-hmm. I, I just say that that was the beginning of when that and to your I'm saying that to support support your point of it's a blur, right yeah. they're really mm-hmm. i mean, okay, if i can I can name five albums that are like really, really big that you go, oh yeah, I remember that this song off that album or whatever, but that's nowhere near the twenty thirty albums we we're, we're naming from the sixties, the seventies, the eighties, like mm-hmm. we're really only naming. A fourth <laughs> of the amount yeah. of artists we were we were looking at, mm-hmm. struggling to decide who was really the best person to do it in this mm-hmm. decade or that decade. Mm-hmm. The two thousands, you're kind of like, I can pick five, you know, <laughs> or I can pick ten, and yeah. that's yeah. And that's and that's less than there is the amount of years in a decade, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. for <laughs> right? sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, Christian two thousands,
4: two thousand. Uh, like you guys are saying, a, a, a lot of it just kind of blends together. Now you guys are right, solid rock alternative bands, but I mean, their sound to me and and the member, like the memory, singing it, 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 it's kind of tough for me to to pull those out and go, yeah, that was a great album, or yeah, they had they were just consistently dominant. The one one the one genre that I I really enjoyed in the two thousand rap and hip hop because it went from kind of that. Non- 90s rap battling where it's east coast more aggressive to a lot more now we're gonna have some fun with it now we're gonna have, have 50 cent you know come everywhere you go when you go out and have a cocktail and when you were out and about you know call you know that kind of rap and hip-hop and just kind of dance to it music was awesome uh, yeah. hip-hop you weren't dancing as much to it you're kind of just you know in your car just kind of hanging out going Yes, yeah, great. Some heavy hitter beats. Uh, a couple of bands that come to mind, like Ying Yang Twins, were coming out with some to get people
2: moving.
4: <laughs> you know, and so yeah. that
2: uh-huh.
4: that's what kind of stands out to me in the two thousands. Is that's what I liked. That's what I remember. That's that's what I was doing when I was going out and having a cocktail with the. We were, turn, we were turning that on, and then you were trying to trying to go find find someone to dance with because that's. I mean, all that, that music was kind of music. So. That's what, stu- that's what stood out to me.
1: Like pop, hip-hop, like chingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, okay. exactly. Dance, rap music. Like, yeah, that dance wasn't rap. happening in the 90s, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Pop, like in the 90s. Pop
0: yeah, yeah. Pop, rap. Yeah, pop rap. That's a good call. Yeah, that should be a, I don't even know if I even heard that. Has that genre been labeled yet? Pop, rap? Pop, rap? Probably nobody wants to fall in that category. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a pop, I'm a
1: pop rap <laughs> artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, common and, most uh, oh, yeah. deaf and Q-tip oh, yeah. and yeah, Overall, there was a the ton of, there was a, there was a oh, yeah, of, there's there's a ton of, uh, t- yeah. what do they call it? Um, sorry
0: guys. I'm sorry. Now I've had Just too okay. much it's I forgive you. Not too much jazz. I forgive you. Uh, and but that takes us right into our last, last decade. And I kind of, since we're only what, 2022, 20, 23, we're, uh. I'm going to lump that into the 2010s plus. And so after 2010 on, we got Drake, Travis Scott, Billie Eilish, Cardi B, Justin Biebs, Post Malone, Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, Taylor Swizzle, Adele, Kendrick Lamar, The Weeknd, Nicki Minaj, and Garrett's boy, Bad Bunny. Uh, Top songs, Dancing on My Own, All Right, Rolling in the Deep, All Too Well. Thank you. Next follow your arrow. I like it. Hotline bling. You know what? Also kind of to my point earlier about like how hard it was in the fifties and sixties kind of breakthrough. That argument could also be made for today's day and age because there's so much stuff and to actually like stand out as like a, like a top artist when there's like just, there's never, there's never been so much music, you know, and, and that these, these, you know, I know, I know there's more, but this, that group that I named, they all seem to really like shine brighter than, than most others. And so argument can be made that they, although it's like not a lot of my favorite music, but I mean, argument can be made that they're like, you know, some of the top artists of all time, just because of, like I said, they 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 found a way to break through the noise and they found a way to, and like, I think you guys were talking about earlier. They, I know some of them, uh, I don't know, off the top of my head, but I know some of them promoted themselves without, being discovered they just figured out a way to promote themselves and to kind of let their music speak for them for uh, you know on their own um i do think post malone's amazing i love me some post malone that's like he's like one of my faves uh and i like some of the new bieber stuff i'm not gonna lie lady gaga big fan i really like ariana grande Kendrick lamar anywho um i do overall i do think there's too much there's too much music and i do think there's just like uh, there's a lot of stuff I don't like, probably because there's too much of it. There's just too much of it everywhere. So, um, not my favorite decade. But how say you guys? Well, get off my the lawn. first
3: thing. The first thing I would say is like <laughs> you're when you look at the 2000s or I mean the 2010s or whatever, it's the same. It's the same artists repeating, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like Taylor Swift has like I don't know six or four of the top selling albums, I think, all through the decade,
2: mm-hmm. right?
3: And, you know, so like, yeah, there's like the Beyonce's or, you know, whatever, but they're, I don't know how to say this, like it, it would almost seem like it's sort of doing the opposite because it's, it's less variety, right? It's the same artists constantly being up there. And, it, and it's hard to say right now because we're not that far removed. Like it's easy to look back on the 90s even the two thousands to a certain extent, because there's enough time to separate to give it that, but like i don't i don't I'm very careful to say this I don't think they're not talented, right I do believe like the beepers of the world or Taylor Swift or Adele like they have to be talented. You can't be this successful and not have talent-
2: mm-hmm.
3: but do they have <laughs> um longevity <laughs> <laughs> In that talent like to be Mm -hmm. that creative to do things that differently long enough to maintain that sort of level of success And you know, it's just not enough time to really know for sure But I don't take away like how great some of those albums are or like some some Mm -hmm. music they're making but is Mm -hmm. anyone making that new genre of music? Mm -hmm. that you can see like we can look certainly it's the gift of, of hindsight we can look and see those albums at the tail end of those decades that had the impact going forward. Can you say that right now? Is there an album that came out in the last six years that you think eight years from now is going to be the source material for the next big thing?
1: Could be. Uh,
0: maybe. I mean, I, I do think that be like one, the, I can't remember which one, but maybe one of those Adele, Adele albums are pretty, it's pretty fantastic. Well,
1: in the whole, I mean, you know, mumble rap is a joke, but like, Like Mm -hmm. there's that, that's a brand of music now, like Mumble Rappers. And who's the, who's the Jack Harlow? Like he's super popular off of this shit and I don't like it, but it's not for me. Like we're, we're all, we're old. So we're looking at this new era and like, I, I think I have more favorites now than I did in the last decade. Um, I think I do too, actually. Like Kendrick is obviously nuts the weekend is is like right on brand for me when i want to feel something do that but like i'm thinking about doja cat i'm thinking about sam smith i'm thinking about jid there's artists out there who are happening right now who i feel like are giving me fresh stuff like um i I felt like i was being old for a long time and now Mm -hmm. i'm I'm actually enjoying music again. And it's, I think, you know, you say it's harder to get discovered now. It's hard to get to Taylor Swift level, but you can go on TikTok and be swiping and find mm-hmm. some unknown artist that has 11 million views on their thing. You're like, Oh my God, this is amazing.
2: Mm-hmm. And they haven't
1: been signed and they're not going to sign, but you're like, this is my kind of music. I can, I can get into this. That's, mm-hmm. that's the beauty of the opposite of what you're singing, <clears> There's so much music you can find little known people now mm-hmm. that that your friends have never heard of and share and you guys can yeah. get on board and find them. at at shows, I mean, I don't know if people, are, people are probably doing shows again right now, but mm-hmm. like it's, it's out there and you can mm-hmm. find it. You start liking things and the algorithm will send you things that are exactly what you want to hear. And so I think, mm-hmm. I think it's, I'm, I'm actually into this
2: mm-hmm. like
1: more than the two thousands and, Maybe not '90s, but mm-hmm. I feel like we're doing good.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Carlson, what are all your uh, what are all your uh, students <sighs> be bopping to these days?
4: Oh gosh, so the kind of on point with exactly what what you guys were saying with as far as there's a lot of there's, there's a lot of. Forget- if you ask me to name five new artists besides some of the big boys like the Taylor Swift, the Lady Gaga, that were putting off some amazing music consistently in the 2010s, I struggle to find it. Um, when I think of, when I go through more than just the hip-hop genre, like what you're saying, Garrett, with, with mumble rap, I, I it's not for me, and I just don't understand it. But what uh, Lamar comes out with, you're like, yeah, 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 I'm getting some new stuff right there that I can get behind. Uh, it took off in a more poppy direction than I was in a, a huge fan of Um, Rock out of the country and start doing deep dives into, you know, Sweden rock bands to find someone that's coming out with something I'm a fan of. And so for me, it's a, it's, it's extremely a few hits, but when the hits are big, like some of the early Lady Gaga stuff, stuff that she, she put out that we hadn't heard since the eighties. It's kind of stuff like Mm with early Madonna Mm -hmm. with things like Mm -hmm. you're saying, Garrett with the weekend. One thing I love about the weekend is, he, is he takes from, eight and incorporates it into today. and I think that's one of the reasons why my, myself personally, I hear someone, like, yeah, that sounds real similar to this, and then I I have that connection with it, and you know, he's he's crazy smart to go, oh so, yeah, I'm gonna hit on some of those nostalgic uh, memories that you have, and keep building on. It. I'm gonna bring Kenny G in for a saxophone riff that you hardly <laughs> ever hear in anything anymore. And so uh, the creative ones to me in the 2010s stand out so much more than, uh, than previous decades, because I think that they are so many with at a, uh, at that time period. So, but for me, it's, it's much more than some, some positives.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. What, what a uh, this might be my ignorance speaking again. Not that I, not not that I don't think mm-hmm. like um, DJs are not talented, but what, how do you guys feel about them being like such like rock stars, like? Uh... <laughs> He's
2: scared. He's scared. He's
0: scared. I know you like that. You like that. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was gonna get you guys. It's I knew huge, I
1: was gonna get you. man. EDM. I know. I know, but like,
0: like, is there a little mm -hmm. bit of an eye roll? Do you guys have a little bit of an eye roll where it's just like, okay, everybody, let's calm down just a little bit. Well, but that's what
1: we—that's what we need to take away from this—is like, it's not for us. If you don't like it, you you don't need to roll. It's like you hear it, you're like, that's Mm -hmm. not my, that's not my vibe. I'm gonna keep moving because there's so much out there that I could like. Fair,
3: fair. I will give you that. I will give you that. I agree. The the um, the desert (laughs) EDM shit. I don't understand it. I yeah. have yet to understand the attraction to it, but I'm that way with like Coachella. Like I don't want to go out there and smell the armpits of thousands of people that haven't showered <laughs> for three days, but, and I, I do a hundred percent agree. That's why I don't go right. Like I don't, I don't jump on the internet and be like, you're all a bunch of idiots. Like, no, Yeah.
2: Just I just
3: have yet to see the attraction to, <laughs> dropping acid in the desert with a bunch of my <laughs> strangest friends. Like it's just not my yeah. thing.
1: Mm. But that's what I'm saying. Like I don't understand Josh Pinot Grigio, but I take a, a sample and I'm I hate it and I keep moving. You know what I mean? Like what's our sponsor tonight? What's on the show? It's Paleo Power Yeah. KFKF 20.
0: KFKF Kf twenty. Save twenty percent on your whole order. I thought, it was, Kf, I I thought it was KF I
3: thought <laughs> it no, was KFKG twenty. It was.
2: It is. Did
3: I? Did I say yeah.
0: KFKG? Oh. I didn't
4: say that, did I? Yeah. Hey, Josh. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. I lean a little bit more on your side on this one. I uh, love, love that I have going to concerts and seeing the band perform and and, and how much talent that I. See. Uh, is it the same for me with the guy with, with his his sound uh, all all his sound machine and his turntables? Up for me? No. It, it would be. It would. Be be tough for me to go. Yeah, that guy's performance. He's over there mm-hmm. pressing buttons. You know, pressing buttons. And I know it's so much more than that. But do I? Do I close-minded? A little narrow-minded with that? I do. I don't. I don't. I don't view it the same. And it's it's a little strange. You know, you know rock star gods. Yeah, a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, but, it's I think it's yeah. the
0: same too. You can also make that argument for uh, like YouTube stars. You know, like younger generations lose their mind off YouTube stars and are like, Who are these people? Oh my god, they got fifty million subscribers. <laughs> like, how Open is that it. yeah, how is that even a thing? Um hmm? Yeah, I was just I was just I was just curious what you guys thought about that. And if you guys were um I just wanted to know what you thought what you thought about DJs being such huge, huge celebrity, like uh is Marshmallow How doesn't he have a residency at age at uh, Vegas and stuff? Like that's mm-hmm. and he's he's like hundreds of millions of dollars just for like that register like when Mm -hmm. you
1: try it though when you go to vegas and and what does he do is it a pool i don't know whatever i'd go
2: yeah oh i'd go check it out for sure
1: and you probably enjoy it because everybody's doing the same thing the music is so loud the Uh the light show like i know you don't like loud music but like i feel like being in it surrounded by people who are experiencing (laughs) the same thing (laughs) certain loud music (laughs) okay
0: Particularly loud, <laughs> particular kind I of think, music. I just think
1: there's so there's like death metal, there's like country music. Some of us like of all with, these things, uh, brass instruments us. specifically, <laughs> right?
0: Uh, yeah, no, I, I love I love your take, Garrett. I love on just being open minded and being accepting of all. I'm there with you. I'm there with you. I just I'm there with you. I just also like, you know, behind closed doors, if it's just the four of us talking, I'm gonna be like, I roll, like what the hell, people? Like that kind
1: of thing. You know, it's just it's us not, talking. It's, just, it's not just it's us. It's
0: just us. It's just us talking. Um well that was a fun that was a fun two hours and let's 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 end it with uh, everyone's hot take on so we got fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands. drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. I'm gonna go right to uh, right to Shaheen Nilchin. Shaheen. Greatest decade of music in the history of our world. I'm going to
3: go sixties. I want to go seventies,
2: Why? Mm-hmm. but I'm going to
3: go, I'm going to go sixties. Uh, I thought the sixties <clears throat> lyrically had more power, uh, big resistance music stuff, a lot of politically charged things. Um, I, I do wish some of the other artists that came out later in the seventies did come out at that time. Hard to say what all of those different restrictions were. Um, but man, uh, I want to say seventies, but you can't, you can't have the decade of the seventies without the decade of the sixties.
0: Beautiful. Uh, Teacher Carlson, uh, favorite decade
4: uh, of all time. There was a lot of great, great points brought up, but for me, it's '80s, with, with without a doubt. Uh, not only do I, it's my favorite rock, and rock's my favorite on the planet. But from, from hip hop to pop, to music coming out, uh, was was great. So for me, it's hands down the '80s, uh, '70s, be- '70s being number two. Uh, Garrett yep. Patrick Curry.
0: Greatest decade of all time.
1: Despite hip-hop being my favorite genre of music, it's got to be the 70s with the introduction of so many iconic artists. And my single greatest musical influence, Fleetwood Mac. Influence. They've influenced a lot of my musical career. Um, mm. <laughs> Yeah, seventies, seventies
0: it is. Um, we are very much alike, sir. Hip hop being the, my favorite, but if I had to go down to a decade, it's the seventies for me. And, and you're because, because of
1: Queen, means... and I'm because of Fleetwood. That's exactly
0: about. for sure. And plus, there's just, there's also like this little this little uh, overfill of the sixties into the seventies. And there's so much. There's so much because I was almost thinking to say the sixties, but I was like, there's still a lot of like those those artists in the sixties roll over into the seventies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I. I would say uh, 1970s. Yep, Queen. Yeah, 70s. Prince uh, is my, Prince is, Prince is the reason. Just, just beautiful. Hey, uh, guys, I'm pleasantly surprised uh, for how smart you three sounded because I set the bar very, very, very low when I originally <laughs> put this show together and pleasantly surprised by the wittiness and the, uh, you guys actually paid attention, I think, after sixth grade as where I did not. So, um, this turned out well, I am one curious how many people are going to listen to a two hour podcast, but Hey, I think it'll happen. What do you think? Okay. I yeah. I, uh, I love your I love your any, optimism. Thanks dude. Oh yeah. People, people, I mean, okay. you know, it's, uh, not to, not to, um, not to make anybody feel uncomfortable, uh, but, uh, we've had like two watchers this whole time and there's only been one person, <laughs> only been one person chatting. I'm just curious who the other person was that's been watching <laughs>
1: This
0: one This one is if you're out there, hey, hey, you, hey, you, we thanks love for that. watching.
1: Thanks we for watching.
0: It. And make sure uh, to eat the
1: 18 protein bipuncines.
0: Oh, yeah, hold on a second. Uh, also, a uh, quick plug. Uh, if you guys are into board games, Garrett Patrick, do a little, uh, do a little elevator pitch on the
1: well, but you got to drink go. it's a slang based party game called yeah. Doing the Most Paleo Power promo code KFKF. Twenty-four mm-hmm. discounts on doing the most and protein powders, so you can poop better and drink more. <laughs>
0: uh, there you go. Uh, thanks, thanks, peeps, and thanks, Aaron. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Legend Awkward. over here.
2: Yeah, I know. He goes
0: out. He goes out on a Mozart, Beethoven note on the 1770s. <laughs> Come on. He's a fifth Beatle. Come beetle. on, Aaron Hart. What a stud muffin. Hey, gentlemen. Thanks, guys, very much. Appreciate you all. Love you. Love you. Love you like family. Okay.